This is Continuity Podcast. Technically, it is episode three. Three? Well, this is the third. two. It's two because episode one was, was zero. Right. But now, so technically, it's episode two. So, but so why zero? In reality, it's episode three. Why zero for well, instead of one? Because for zero, I, I did the first episode as kind of like a tech check, right? Right. So right. I was like, I was a little bit worried about how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, look, let's just call it episode zero. So then I lack any accountability so for, <laughs> for if this goes terribly. Right. It doesn't actually have to count. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. But it went pretty good. Mm-hmm. And now we're on episode motherfucking episode motherfucking oh, yeah, we can curse. three. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, shit. We're not on the radio yes, no more, yes. bro. Yes, indeed. I forgot about Yo, that. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Nick, a.k.a. Young Wolf, yeah. uh, we met when I was producing my show at Brave New Radio at William Patterson yes, indeed. called Monday Brunch. And uh, Nick is my Padawan. He's my... Tr- <laughs> He's my trainee. I taught him how to use the force. Yes, indeed. I can now use the force, <laughs> the lightsabers, all that stuff. <laughs> Nick, man, so you wanted to come on the show mm-hmm. because you have information about why the queen died. Well, you know, they did tell me. Um, I did I did speak with, you know, the powers that be over there in England. Uh, shout out everyone. What do you know about the queen, bro? What the fuck do you know? What, <laughs> what, hap- what happened to her? Tell us. Well, here's the thing. I don't know... Um, I don't know the exact nature of how she died. However, I do know that uh, she was trying to outlift Charles <laughs> and indeed <laughs> failed in that mission. Um, it was a lifting competition? That is <laughs> <laughs> she tore her hamstrings right? in the deadlift? No, 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 no. Yeah, she was trying to, but no, she was trying to, she was trying to out, outlast Charles on this earth. God damn. To, so we can just skip right to William. But because uh, mm, she didn't think Charles was ready. Man, is Charles, was he the one that was on Epstein's Island? No, Andrew was on Epstein's Island. Oh, Andrew. That's why they stripped Andrew of all the titles. Yeah. And that motherfucker just is yeah. still is still out of jail, though. Yeah, he like, is definitely outside, and that is not okay. Yo, what a fake punishment, getting stripped of your titles. <laughs> <laughs> and no. We will no longer call you sir. No, because you know what the crazy thing about it, too, is? He got stripped of his titles, right? Yeah. But when the queen died, they let him wear his like military gear out of respect. But they didn't let Harry wear it. Man, why was he even there? Like there are kids there. (laughs) 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 There were children. But I think that the crazy part is how is it that he could wear his military stuff, his uniforms, but Harry couldn't. And Harry actually went to war. Two tours and I Yeah, he was the one that was really that. There's he that video of him mid-interview, like oh, running. Oh yeah, running. Off. Yeah, running to go do something. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's legit been in it. And they were like, "Yeah, nah, you married a black lady. You are not allowed to wear his uniform." But oh, but so Andrew can. Weird, man. You know, it's just and like the amount of people that cared, like, <laughs> like I mean here, but also like back yeah. back in their motherland. Like, people were waiting upwards of 24 hours in line, like, to yeah. go just walk past the queen's casket. Wow. 
Yeah, that's like a, that's a an advanced sneaker drop. Like, <laughs> right? out there camping. No, right? That's crazy. That's Black Friday for, for them. <laughs> like, I don't understand, like, how are you this much of an ultimate fan of, like, somebody else? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> like, you don't have better things to do? I think yeah. that what I will say is, like, the queen um, is such a, she was a staple in, like, culture, I guess, for so long yeah. that I could see, like, people of a certain age kind of feeling away because, like, yeah. you've lived your whole life for that. But I think, like, Gen Z, and we kind of saw on Twitter and everything, Gen Z didn't really give a shit, like, no. you know? And that... Um, people were like, I hope that her death was excruciating. Oh, I was my like, God. that's a little All bit right. too far. That's yeah, a little bit too far. I like, there's a way to go about it that's not that. No, 100%. You know? I think we played, on the pregame, we played God Save the Queen, I think, to start the show. Because hey, it was kind of funny. But like, <laughs> also, like, you know, out of respect, because I think a head of state dying is, like, important in yeah. the, like, atmosphere of society and geo, whatever the fuck the word is. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's imp- that's a thing that happened, you know? Yeah. That you kind of have to address as, like, journalists or doing your job. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. we would be, like, what would we be doing if we didn't at least address it? But right. I think that, like, your everyday human being if you're not, especially if you're not out there, like, who gives a shit? You know? Yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> I don't understand. But like I was saying, like, people who really are just diehard fans for people, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I've always had a problem with, like, fan culture of people being way too involved in, like, other people's lives. Right. Like, I, I saw an article saying, like, yo, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, he's got a new girlfriend. Oh, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm like, why is this information in front of me? Like, the algorithm thinks that this is something that I want to know. <laughs> like, the algorithm. Like, I don't care. Like half the time, like I'm not in the know about something is because mm-hmm. I genuinely don't care. Right. <laughs> no, I I think that there's a happy medium of like I like what you do. For example, like Leonardo DiCaprio dropped is coming out in this new movie. He's playing somebody. Yeah. That's dope. I get it. This yeah. is your craft. We can be a fan of your craft. But I think that like being a fan of people especially in art is just kind of dumb because that's when you yeah. get issues of like separating the art from the artist or shit like that when it's like yeah you decided to idolize this person when really like what you like about this person is not even them like especially like actors and shit like yeah. they're literally playing somebody else why do you that's idolize their, them you know what i mean like that's their whole job yeah is to be somebody else exactly so i don't understand like, how you can idolize the, the person how people could be like oh like you know when chris pratt was canceled for like being a trump supporter or whatever Chris pratt's a trump supporter yeah oh, yeah he, he like almost got kicked off of like guardians of the galaxy but then Whoa. the other stars were like yo like we're not cool. doing this movie without him yeah <laughs> And um, people are like, yo, Chris Pratt, like, he couldn't be racist. It's like, have you ever met Chris Pratt? Chris though? Pratt totally <laughs> could be racist. Like, like I, I don't think so, but yeah. I never met him in my life. Yeah, I'm not going to say for sure Chris Pratt's racist, but mm-hmm. yeah, you don't know. No, no, no. Like, I'm not going to say he is. is or isn't because I've never met the guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, like, you can't go based <laughs> off his, his freaking character. Like, mother- like, like, uh, like fan pages uh-huh. on Instagram. Right. I never understood that. Yeah, no, that's just like, the people that are running those accounts. They they need to do something else with their lives. Yeah, like, like being this obsessed with someone else. Like, I don't know. Like people are always like, oh, like it's nerdy to like you know Star Wars or nerdy to like <laughs> be into like anime or right, whatever. Right. But like, yo, you literally run a Derek Jeter fan page on. <laughs> 
a Derek Jeter fan page at this stage in your life, if you're first of all, fuck Derek Jeter, but that's besides the point. Yeah, that's um, not even the point. Yeah, like yeah. it's just ridiculous. Like also, if you notice with people, they'll make these like pages and stuff like that, which especially like back in the day, it wasn't as cool to like anime or whatever and stuff like that. Yeah. Now it's more acceptable, mm. but. Honestly, if you're hating on somebody because they like something that's actually real, at least, like, you're liking an True. image that you have of something. You know what yeah. I mean? That's totally different. At least this is, like, Star Wars, that's a tangible, like, that's a book. That's something, or, like, movie. Something that, like, you're actually receiving versus, like, Derek Jeter doesn't give a fuck about you. Derek <laughs> Jeter will never talk to you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I hear man. That. But fucking Luke Skywalker, like, is in kids' dreams at night. Yeah, he's you know? there. You have Luke Skywalker <laughs> probably somewhere. He's there as a bobblehead. Would something. you Would you consider yourself a nerd? Mm, I'm gonna say no, only yeah. because. Okay, like, and this is probably gonna sound fucked up to say, but when I was growing up, shit like Star Wars, like comic books and shit, as you said, was not, quote unquote, cool. Yeah. So I just never got into it because I was like, let me like avoid getting bullied. Um, so let me just yeah. not pay attention to this shit. Yeah. But now it's like the greatest thing in the world for everyone. So mm -hmm. I have to like go back and retroactively catch up so I can just be a contributing member of society now. So <laughs> so I would say I'm cultured. So you ignored it for a long time yes. and now you're going back. Cause now yeah, because yeah. now it's like a thing that I need to know about. Don't get me I wrong, I'm not you. gonna sit here and watch all these like Marvel shows on Disney Plus and stuff like it's that. It's too much. I'm not doing all that, but yeah. I do know that Tony Stark died. Um, he did die. Spider Man. That was, a, that was a fucking sacrifice, man. When yeah. I when I saw that movie, that's when I stopped watching Marvel. Honestly, was after that point because mm. I was just like, yeah, that was. It, now it's like now that's it. Like I don't have yeah. anything else. Like Iron Man was my childhood. Like I remember being in the movie theater. Watching Iron Man, wow. and like when I was a kid, like mm -hmm. that shit was fresh. But yo, anyway, let's change the subject, man. Mm -hmm. You're a busy guy. Busy. You're, <laughs> you're you're someone who's hard to schedule a podcast. Oh with. yeah, <laughs> shit. We've been trying this for a long yo, time. Yeah, man. But look, look, like that's great. You got your you got your hustle thing going on. I know you like do promoting. You yeah. know, here and there, you must have fans of your own. Like, <laughs> how, um, how, how does that? How do you handle that? So there's definitely like I don't know that I call them fans. I would more so call them supporters, mm -hmm. just because I think how you say with fan, I think that's a little different. That's a more of an extreme thing. Yeah, I don't think there's people that will like worship the ground that I walk on, but there's definitely people that if I'm doing something, they will be there or they will, you know. If I'm hosting a party, which I don't really do that much anymore, they'll mm -hmm. be there. They listen to the show every week. They're responding. Yeah. They're, they're talking to me about it, stuff like that. And I kind of just handle it by making sure that there's that boundary. Like, what's the word? Um, did you do you ever watch wrestling? I'm gonna bring it back. But did like, you ever WWE? Watch wrestling? Yeah. Uh, not really. No. Well, there's <clears throat> this word called kayfabe. Basically, it means like if you saw the Undertaker right. out on the street and you were like, "Oh my God, it's the Undertaker." He's still gonna be in character, like <laughs> doom and do the do the fucking yeah. eye roll shit or whatever. He'll just do that for He's you. He's just in character, yeah. So for me, that's just how I think of it. Like if I'm yeah. outside and somebody's like, "Yo, young wolf," da da da, I'm just in character now. Like I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like Garrett, what what the fuck is that? What's <laughs> so the vibe? You, you got a character that you put on? I wouldn't say. I think it's a more exaggerated version of myself that I yeah. would say. Like yeah. it's still me. Don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but like I don't always 
want to yell and and be wild and, and shit hyped. like that and, and be, be hyped. hyped exactly like there's times when i'm in my house and i'm listening to r&b like summer walker and, and snow allegra and shit yeah and i'm like that's your i'm shit. like this is a vibe yeah. yeah but if i'm outside i'm outside and you're gonna see me outside so that's just how i deal with that i just like yeah you let them in but you don't let them all the way in Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the smart move. At least. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone kind of has like a persona that they put on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like I'm striving, in a way, to just like not <laughs> to, just have, to just have one personality mm-hmm. that is that is almost versatile. You know, right? So you're saying you almost have like you know pregame Nick, yes, and and real Nick, exactly, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And I think, but that works because. It's like, well, at least for me, as I said, I wouldn't say it's more like two separate versions. It's more of an exaggerated version because, like, I do like to have fun. I do like to get lit. Like, we we have good times and shit. But um, there's an there's an expectation, right? And it's like this is if if you're listening to me and you support because this is you like to see me outside and shit like that, and that's yeah. what you like, then I have a not a duty, but I gotta deliver on that at least <laughs> when I'm, you know, when I'm on air, when I'm doing that. So they're like, this yeah. is some chill shit, so we can chill and stuff like that. Yeah. And if you like this part, then I can have stuff for that and separate content. Mm-hmm. When I'm out or like when I'm doing the shows, I'm doing live shows, shit like that. This is what they're here to see, you know. Yeah. So you you ever, just gotta be cognizant. You ever feel the pressure to like do that, or it kind of just comes naturally to you? Uh, definitely pressure sometimes. There's days like. You do a show once a week, you know. Not every week. You're not feeling it every week. There's just no way you're feeling it 52 weeks a year. I feel You know that. what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Unless it's like your job. Exactly. Then you'll do it. But You'll do it. And even then, you're getting paid. So, like, yeah. even if you're not feeling it, you're going to, I'm doing this because I'm getting paid. Yeah. So, for me, it's like, there's weeks where me and my coach, shout out Hava, I'm like, Word. I'm not really feeling it today. But we're still going to go and we're still going to deliver regardless. Or there's days where me and Hava aren't cool. There's days where, like, we haven't talked all week, literally. But we're going to go in there. We're going to come in at 5 o'clock, plan the show. And we're going to be on air. And you will not notice. Mm-hmm. And we will go off air. And we will still not talk to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, eventually we'll make up and be cool. But, like, at the end of the day, like. So y'all get into, like, fights? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Literally, like, fucking, mm-hmm. like, I'll say not as much anymore because we kind of know each other. But in the beginning, it was some growing pains. Like, in, uh. We had an argument, and, like, it would be stupid shit, not even anything serious. It's like, like y'all are in a relationship. I swear, bro. <laughs> I swear. Like, she would get mad because, you know, you shoot the shit with your co-host. Like, we're yeah. we're bullshitting all the time. Like, we're cracking jokes on each other. And most recently, we argued because I made a joke, and I made the joke in front of people. And she just mm. felt like, oh, like, if you're going to joke, don't do it in front of people. Like, do it privately, da 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 Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but we have a safe word. The safe word's pineapples. So anytime, yeah, anytime we're like really pissed at each other, it's like, yo, pineapples. And she said pineapples, and I apologized because she said pineapples, right? And she was still mad. So I was like, all right, like, fuck, bro. Like, well, yeah, so we, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I guess the, the safe word isn't like, doesn't fix it. Still, yeah, I'm like, I thought, that the, like... I thought the whole point of the safe word was you say it, other person knows, apologize, we're solid. That's <laughs> not how that works. No. That you, just means. Yo, you apologize, you still got to repent for it. Exactly. Bro. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. So we do our, we, but, you know, we still have to do our show. And yeah. we, you know, as I said, if you listen, you would never notice that we just hmm. didn't speak that whole week. Like, no, you two vibe really well together. Like, talk about your show. It, it's called the pregame. Oh, yeah. I, I remember, I just mentioned pregame without giving <laughs> giving the proper as context. to what it is. Yeah, so we have a show on Brave New Radio. Shout out Brave New Radio, 88.7 Shout FM. Out. 
Uh, we're also on iHeartRadio now. That's the T. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but so we do it Friday, 7 to 9. It's called the pregame. Me and my co-host, Tava Senman, we basically just talk about pop culture. Not really pop culture. I lied a little bit. Mm. Relationships. Really mm. relationships. Um, nice. Kind of, gen, it's a Gen Z vibe. We're talking about going out, partying, different things that like we go through in our lives. Um, it's less like a, it's topical, so we have a question of the week that we ask on our IG. Right. And, you know, we get answers from the listeners, the fans, and we address them on air. So I think it's kind of like, it's dope because we're making content, but as a listener, you get to also be a part of the content because you're participating in it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. We're addressing it every week. So. Right. I, li- I always like that method of, like, literally addressing questions that people bring to you. 100%. Uh, is it mostly, like, William Patterson students? That respond or that yeah, I, that respond? No, 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 no. It is William Patterson's, but people from all over. Mm-hmm. I get like people from my home, people <clears> from <throat> her home, people that are just literally just listeners, like that just enjoy the show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would say mm-hmm. we actually have a lot of listeners. Believe it or not, it's America, obviously, but number two is South Korea, and it's close. South Korea. South Korea. We have a lot of South Korean listeners. Real? Wait, how actually. many? Like, um, I would say. I think last I checked, it was like something like 30, 30% of our listeners. 30% of your listeners are South Korean? Mm-hmm. Or, at least in, or at least in South Korea. So they might not That's be South trip. Korean, but they're there. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why, too. <laughs> it's the stream, though. Because you know when you're streaming shit, it's everywhere now. So yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe That's it's just fun. like, what's going on? I wonder on? how they even found out about it. That's what I'm wondering. Because like, I went and <laughs> checked, and the first time I went to... Check the ratings. I was like, okay, there's a lot of South Koreans. Maybe it's just like a funny shit. Like it just happened once. Yeah. But I'm looking. It's like this is consistent now. Like we're consistently <laughs> getting fan base. Yeah. So you like, have okay. to move there, right? And shit, do a fucking show out there. That should be amazing. They got nice ass like clothes and shit there. Where like, they got fashion sense in South Korea. Let me find out. I might have to make a trip out there. Shout out all the South Koreans <laughs> listening. Like that's dope. <laughs> but yo, yo, your show can get toxic, bro. Oh yeah, bro. I guess South Koreans <laughs> like toxicity. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, we get pretty toxic. Um, <laughs> mostly because, and that was never the plan for the show at all. That was never the plan. Yeah. When I started the show, because it originally was just me, and we were just like dropping Addies to parties, shooting the shit, whatever. And then I brought Hava onto the show, and the first episode she was on, we happened. I was like, "Fuck it, let's just do like a special episode where we just do like toxic shit, right?" You're yeah. a girl, I'm a guy, toxic, it makes sense, people will listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did, we were like, we posted, we were like, yo, ask us toxic questions. And that shit, like, went crazy. Like, people loved it. The fucking insights were popping off. And I was like, okay, people like this, right? So yeah. that was the first episode. Mm-hmm. The next episode I have on the next week, we have a Wild and Out girl on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wild and Out, the Nick Cannon joint. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So we have a Wild and Out yeah, girl yeah. on. She comes on. And she's like, that's crazy. Which who did you have on from the Wild and Out show? Yeah, so I her name's her name's Curly Jen. Shout out Curly Jen. Oh, she was um, on that show. Yeah. Oh, so word. she was yeah. So she was on she was on Wild and Out. She just did a Nicki Minaj music video. That's she's crazy. Like, yeah, she's a joint. She works over at a couple of different strip clubs. I forgot mm. the ones, but yeah, she works at clubs and shit. She's from like your area or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I knew her growing up. Um, I knew her from she went to PC, which is a school by me. Cool. Um, so yeah, but we bring her on the show. And we start talking, and there's this one clip of us talking about, like, uh, expectations you should have in a relationship. And I say, like, you know, uh, girlfriends don't get the same loyalty as wives do. 
And that clip <laughs> popped off <laughs> and went crazy. So I was like, That's okay. a hot topic. That's why. No, 100%. And that yeah. popped off. And I was like, all right, from here on out, this is what we're going to do then. This is our content. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and people have been loving it ever since. Why do you think that is? Like, because it is, you know, user submitted answers and mm-hmm. stuff sometimes. Um, w- like, what do you think about overall just like, for lack of like a better description, like, like sex culture, hookup culture, like yeah. social media. Hookup culture. That's a like, good word. That's what our show's about. Hookup, hookup culture. culture. That's a great word. Yo, um, like, what do you, yeah, like, what do you think? Is that a positive thing? Ah, uh, that's a, that's a loaded question. I think that it, there are positives to it. Um, yeah. There's also negatives. I think that as a whole, hookup culture is problematic because there's basic shit that you just need to know as a human being. Again, like, I say this a lot, like, to be a contributing member of society. Yeah. That I think you skip if you don't actually, like, have a high school sweetheart or something like that. Mm. That you, like, someone you dated growing up or, like, literally anything. Somebody that you cared for in that way. Because yeah. you learn certain shit about just how to be a person, you know? Like, yeah, knowing that... Oh, waking up and texting somebody. You're like, oh, I'm going to get food. Let's see if they want anything. Or making time to see somebody. Like Little shit like that that you make an effort to do when you're in a relationship and shit that you just kind of learn that these next generation or Gen Z, I guess us, we're not learning that anymore because mm. we're going out and it's all about, okay, let's. I just want to have sex with this person, this person, this person. You know, mm. like I'm not texting you till after 10 p.m. and you're coming over and then you're leaving right after. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's dope that we're able to express ourselves in that way because you couldn't do that back in the day. You know what I mean? You couldn't say, hey, just come over. And, like, even, like, women, like, we can be honest now and not do the whole, let me take you on three dates and pretend like I like you just so we can fuck and then I never talk to you again. Like, now I can just say, hey, come over. And you can say, bet, and that's okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's good. But it's just, like, the bad part is, again, just learning those basics that I think, like, this generation, we mm. need that, you know. So it's like easier to just meet, I guess, those biological needs yes. of just having sex. Yes. But you don't think easy. that we're developing in the same way as people. Exactly. Yeah, we're definitely not because it's like in I'm telling you, in thirty years, no one's gonna know how to be like a wife and a husband. Like that's not <laughs> some shit you just know. You know what I'm saying? Cause straight up. There was no experience prior to that. There was no like, yeah, okay, like I'm coming into this with whatever fiance relationship that you get in, oh, I've dated people in the past, I've had experiences and I'm bringing that, you bring your experiences. Both of our experiences are literally just like sex-based relationships, relationships built on sex, which is like, that's, it's a lot more than that when you get to that next level, you know? Yeah. So I don't know how we're gonna, maybe this generation grows up and grows into it, but I don't know. Judging by mm. what I see and what I hear from, you know, being outside, it's looking rough. Like people are, everything's a game it's how do i get one up you know i don't know if you be seeing shit like you know city boys up city girls up yeah yeah yeah. and it's like okay that's cool for now but like eventually it's not about who's up and who's not no that's not it at all like Like, fucking everything is just this stupid game man and it gets exhausting you know 100 like it gets exhausted having to just talk to people and then it kind of like when you're going into a situation with a pure heart like you have to work extra hard to prove it Oh, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, you do think people's priorities are just, like, not set straight? Ooh, that's another good question. So here's the thing, right? And I know I'm going to sound like such a fucking, like, uh, what's it called, centrist on a lot of this shit. (laughs) 
But I'm really not. It's just like, it's very different for everyone. If you're 18 years old and you're a freshman in college, your priorities are very different than a 25-year-old who just started their career and is looking to settle down. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very different. The problem is, because we're all like, it's a it's a level playing field now and everybody knows everybody and the internet has just made the whole world basically like one call away or one text away or one TikTok comment away. Yeah. That the interactions are different. Like back in the day, if you were eighteen, you were outside, but you're not meeting like thirty year olds and you're not talking to thirty year olds on a daily. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not happening. Yeah. So now the fact that like you're thirty and you can be hanging out with eighteen year olds and shit and you're still yeah, living out your youth like sus. a fucking weirdo. You know what I mean? It's like your priorities, even though back in the day you would know your priorities are different, now it's like, oh fuck it, we're all doing it. So we might as well, you know? Yeah, and like all you gotta do, like I don't if you th- if you're like a girl, for example, and you mm-hmm. think it's like cool to like fuck with older guys, like, right. which you know so, it works for some, like I don't judge. Hey, it works for some yeah. people, but like all you gotta do is like set your Tinder preferred age to like a little higher, and exactly. then you're meeting all these people, man. It's so easy. Like, you know, it's like a, it's a good time in that way where you can just meet anybody. But now mm-hmm. even like the whole, like like hooking up is so much more easily accessible too. Yeah, and know? it's and it's and it's harder to yeah. to find those people with those legit real yeah. feelings and and because again. Everyone's coming into this with their guard up, because yeah. because we've been taught and and the way we've been raised in this generation is, you know, everybody's just looking to get what they want to get, and so it's Learn. like when you really care about somebody, you don't, you guys aren't even having those real conversations because you're not really showing them who you are yet because you don't want to get vulnerable because you don't want to get hurt. So these yeah. things aren't even happening. These real convos aren't even happening. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. No, I do. Like going back to priorities, man. Like. I feel like in music, like social media, like pop culture in general, like young men are like constantly being are like looking up to idols who are just like singing about f- like fucking all the time yep. or like smashing constantly, like mm-hmm. fucking every girl that you come across like type shit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, I want to be like that, you know, right. and like then they try it in their own lives and then wonder why nothing's working out for them. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> like. The, the issue is, and, and I think that it's female artists, too, that'll make music that's like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, F this guy, fuck that guy, whatever, and then mm-hmm. that's what the women want to do, too. But yeah. the, the, the difference is that, you know, when you've got millions and millions of dollars and you're doing what you want to do, your life's very different than, you know, the dude that works at ShopRite. You know what Straight I mean? Straight up. Like, respect to the ShopRite worker. Like, that's a good job, whatever. But you don't get to act like young thug because you're not young thug. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you don't get that. So you don't like you don't get to talk to yeah. people in those types of ways, stuff like that. So you gotta just you know just be you and be yourself. Don't yeah. try to be a you know when you're outside and like as I said when you outside in your career it's whatever that's one thing. But if you're really trying to build relationships with people and have these conversations and stuff, you you gotta be yourself. You know. You got to be yourself. You got to prioritize yourself. A hundred percent. Like, I, I mean, like putting women in front of your own needs is like also not, crazy. Like a lot of people do that shit too. Oof. Like all all these people who are just out here, like, like I said, like just trying to smash all the time. You know, like I don't think it's a bad thing to be friends with girls. You know, <laughs> right? The whole <laughs> like, oh my gosh, the whole like the the friend zone thing. 
I that's think... not that's kind of the best place to be. Like if you're <laughs> friends with a a, a girl, uh-huh. like even if like they're hot or whatever, right. like they could get you into some shit. Like they could get you into some parties. Like you're they could ju- preaching right like, now. Like the friend zone is not a bad thing. And you know? here's the thing, right? Like if I, because I have a lot of female friends, and yeah. the reason why it works is because don't get me wrong. There's a lot of my friends that I have history with. Mm-hmm. And we're friends because we tried it and it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, <word laughs> and that's happens. okay. It happened. But there's friends that, like, I wouldn't imagine doing anything with them ever, even if that was there. Yeah. And that works because when you do get into these relationships and you do end up finding somebody, if you, you're going to want to still have these relationships with women because you're going to need that. Hey, what should I get? What should I get uh, her for Valentine's Day? You're not going to ask your boys that. You boys don't know the answer. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 you yeah. got to have some women that are around you that can help you with that type of stuff. And also right. can teach you, not even teach you, but like there's certain sensitivities that come with like, you know, the feminine energy that you will not get just hanging out with the boys. Again, like certain things that you can understand. It's a different perspective. Exactly. You yeah. know, being friends with females, you've been out with them. And you've seen guys act a fucking ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, that dude is being a weirdo. Straight and you can up. visibly see it because you're looking at it from her perspective because you're there. Yeah. If you're only trying to fuck these girls, you're never even looking at it from their perspective. You're going to be right. the weirdo that the other guys are looking at. You know yes, what I mean? you got to understand both perspectives. Like, like people go into situations like trying to like, I don't know, go up to a girl in the club or whatever. And like they they never even like talk to a, a girl platonically in the exactly. past like few months, you know? Exactly. And it's like I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I've had situations like I remember I was at Rutgers. Yeah. And I'm with my friends. There's like a couple of girls, whatever. One of my friends, Olivia. Olivia's love Olivia. Olivia's like beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so she's like standing up, whatever. It's like fresh me. She's standing up. I'm sitting down on the couch and this dude goes up to talk to her. And he's, like, talking, whatever, whatever. And I'm, like, cool, like, because I'm not going to be, I'm not the friend that's, like, get away from her, da, da, da. I'm not doing that either. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, be she's, chill. Yeah, she's single. Shoot your shot, bro. Like, I want to see you win. So <laughs> he's talking to her, and she's, like, not really feeling it, but, like, she's entertaining the combo, whatever. She's, like, not really feeling it, whatever. But then he, like, grabbed her arm. Oh. And so now it's, like, bro, come on. Like, she dubs you a little bit, whatever. She, you grabbed her arm. Now it's a problem, right? Like, pulling her around and shit? He just, no, like, she's, like, turned away, and he just gripped her arm. What? And so I'm like, okay. So she looks at me. So I'm sitting on the couch. So I stand up. Mind you, I don't even really, like, walk over to him or anything, because they're, like, kind of close. But I just stand up. This motherfucker ran away. Like, I stand up, he (laughs) ran away. Gone. Over. Never to be seen again. Was he, like, a short king? Like, was he smaller? He was, like, 5'5". He was, like, 5'5". So definitely, like, a short king. (laughs) But but he, he fucking runs away. And so I had two two uh, lessons that I learned from that, which is, A, like, obviously he knew he did something fucked up because why would yeah. you run? But more importantly... Like, you know when you're being weird. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah. But more importantly, if you, like, really wanted this girl... Me standing up should not have deterred you. Like, like if you're if you're talking to this girl right having a conversation, yeah. and I stand up and you jet like that, where did you think you were gonna go? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you you gotta have some type of confidence, also. Like, you know, like what I you mean? already know that you're going into it from a weird angle. Like, yeah, if you're fucking willing to run, exactly. Like, the like first sign you of, clearly like, know you're a weirdo, resistance. and you clearly know you're dumb. Exactly. So like, you. It's like you're not even really trying that hard either, you know. Like, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think 
Kings Kings got to get it together sometimes, man. Yeah, bro. Like like I said, like I think priorities are just not in the right place. If I'm mm. being honest with you, like people just want to like have sex all the time and like that's not like a bad thing per se right but like at the same time you know the pleasure or the satisfaction that you get from sex Mm -hmm. is like so temporary right whereas like if you're like really aspiring to be successful or you got like things Mm -hmm. in motion or you're like pursuing goals or whatever right like that's where real satisfaction comes from i agree and a lot of guys are like why are things like not working out for me like why can't i get girls like why can't why can't i do this why can't i do that like there's a real mental health problem happening like yeah with with social media and especially among men but you know like women too Mm -hmm. and um it's just like my whole thing is my whole advice would be like dude like it sounds so generic but like focus on yourself (laughs) (laughs) like people only say that like when you're down bad Mm -hmm. you know focus on yourself king or whatever yeah that's what you should be doing all the time. Focusing on yourself like, is so real. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. It's one of those things. You know the whole, like, it's not you, it's me, or, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Like, shit that you just say, they're like cliches. That's the word. Yeah. It's a cliche. Focus on yourself. And it's become that, but it's so true. Like, now if you say you're focusing on yourself, people will just think you're bullshitting. Yeah. Just because it's such a, like watered down phrase now but it's literally the truth like sometimes you should just focus on yourself and focus on your goals and your aspirations and things will fall in line right i don't understand why okay whatever you want to you want to get a girlfriend shit like that all that is great sure and i support that but at the same time you want to be ready for that so you're going to talk about you want to get girls that's cool but are you even in a position where you're ready to take that on? Right. You know, like, where are you in your life? Are you set? Are you mentally, you know, physically, emotionally set to where you can open that door now? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, like, I think of it as if I, I have dreams and aspirations, right, of where I want to be. I want to have yeah. I want to have my own late night show. I want to do a lot of stuff. Hell yeah. However, man. if tomorrow Jimmy Fallon quit and they said, hey, Nick, do you want to take this job? I'm not ready to take that job tomorrow. Yeah. Why? Because I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And that's <laughs> good. That, that's good that you know that about yourself. Right. And I know that. And I'm yeah. working towards being there. And hopefully soon I'll be there. Yeah. But I'm working towards that. But I know now today, if I got the call, I'm not doing that shit. So mm-hmm. it, it's this in the same respect that like you can have these goals, but you need to make sure you're ready before you go and out there and really try to do it. You got to set the groundwork yeah. first. You know. Yeah. Yo, dude, you gotta have like you gotta have a team behind you to do all that shit. Oh, yeah. Like you gotta you gotta have like a solid network too. You oh, know, 100%. that helps a lot with success. But I mean, like subtract your career goals, like mm-hmm. subtract your material goals. Sure. Like what is your ultimate life goal? Like wh- how do you want to exist? Like mm. you get you get eighty years old, yeah, and you say to yourself, I lived exactly how I wanted to live. What is your ultimate existence goal? Wow. That's another great question. You're on fire. Yo. I'm not going to lie. You should do this for a little. You start a podcast, man. Yeah, I've been thinking about yeah. it, man. You should be a guest. You know, I would love to. Man. We'll talk. We'll, we'll figure that out, man. Yeah. But, yeah, fucking three months from now. <laughs> right? Holy shit. Um, no, but to answer your question, yeah. in 80 years, when I'm 80, I think... I think a life well lived is just something where I was able to make an impact. Like I want to be 
and I know this probably leans into career a little bit, but I really yeah. just, I want to be in somebody's textbook. Mm. I want somebody in Iowa in fucking high school history class having to read the the, the Nicholas Wilkerson chapter, you know, and like Word. whatever the fuck I did, you know. Yeah. I want I want I want to be in the history books for whatever the fuck it is. It could be for whatever I do now. It could be for some some type of project that I work on. I don't know. But I want to be in some type of history book because, yeah, like that's just it's legacy, man. It's all about it's all yeah. about legacy. You, them, they, we're really living. We're living in a blimp as far as like in the grand scheme of things, eighty years is not that long. Mm-mm. You need to make those count in a way that, for the next eighty years, the next eighty years, people will know who you are. People will care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking. We know George Washington two hundred years later. You know why? Because he did some shit. You know, whether he's a good or bad guy, whatever the fuck. But he did something you know his noteworthy. Name. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, you know his name. Exactly. You know his name. He's on the dollar. He's on the dollar, first president of the United States. You think that's why he's on the number one? Had slaves. Um, oh, he definitely did. Yeah. Nobody sold them, but he had them. Yeah. But he, he did had, sell them, but he had them. So it's like, yeah. Still had them. Yeah. Uh, th- didn't his teeth come from slaves? Yeah, the dentures were definitely mm. slave teeth. God damn. We're getting so, off track now. Yeah, he's canceled. He's definitely canceled in my textbook. Like yes. My history textbook. <laughs> yes. I'm going to cross him out. Cross like, off. <laughs> the fucking, who was the first president without slaves? That's a good question. <laughs> fucking. Yo, that's a great question. That's a, that's a bar trivia night question. I have no idea because I think even Abraham Lincoln had slaves. Did he have even slaves? He freed the slave. I'm not going to say, I feel quote like me on that. the slaves that you, if you had slaves, then why would you free the slaves? I can't, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. I'm he pretty sure he had slaves for a period of time. His pops might have had slaves. He might have like yeah. been born with slaves. Probably, maybe he inherited them. The slaves and then freed them upon him. That's what it takes to be president. You got to inherit some sort of generational wealth. <laughs> there you go, right? Uh, <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> Snaps. God Snaps damn. for that one. God damn, man. <laughs> But yeah, what were we even talking about? Legacy, legacy, legacy man. Legacy, man. But, uh, so when your time passes, you want your name etched in stone somewhere 100%. in the history books. Yeah, I'm big on I'm big on like name and, and mm-hmm. legacy. I think that you are your name. That's mm-hmm. what you are. If I said who are you, you're gonna say your man. I'm gonna say I'm Nick. Like mm-hmm. it's literally who you are. <laughs> Young so Wolf. I, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so it's really yeah, it's just really important to me. And I think legacy, like I'm the only boy in my family. And I don't want kids, but I have to have kids because mm-hmm. I'm carrying the family name. Yeah, and that's, all right, I that's, feel you. That's yeah. more important to me than my personal uh, desire to not have children. <laughs> the the you know. the feeling of like responsibility to carry on your genes. Yes, in that way, exactly. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I guess a lot of people call me crazy for that, and that's mm-hmm. okay. I can be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> like, that's cool. like, you know. But it's like I would just yeah, because if you ask me like. If I had a brother, I wouldn't have kids, but I don't, and I will. So, <laughs> so we're here, and and but m- I say that to say that it's really important to me that legacy and you build around your name and you and you build some sort of, you know, network. That's your that's your job. Your job is to yeah. is to push forward your name and your legacy. You know? mm-hmm. So that's just that's kind of it, it, when I'm eighty and I, I could say I lived the life I wanted to live. That's what it would be. It's being known. Yeah, yeah, that's 100%. cool. That's cool for me. Like. I just want to be like at peace straight up. Mm. Like I want to be able to go where I want, when I want. I want to be able to get to a point where like finances are not an issue. 
Love that. Yep. Like I could literally, I just, cause in this fucking system that we got, like money means freedom, you know? Yep. And like, I want, Capitalism. I want complete freedom right. in my life mm-hmm. that I could just do what I want when I want, you I, know? I like that. That's and a good way to think of it. That's kind of, that's what I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. No matter what the tools are that get me there. Right. That's what I'm working towards. No, I support it. And yeah. I think people, this is the, the society we live in, money does equal freedom, which is kind of fucked. Yeah. But I think that in the current, like, that's the only way it can work right now. You know what I mean? Like, in, let's say blank slate, like some shit happened, everybody disappears. We start from scratch. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other ways that you can do things. Just checking on the framing side. Oh, no, 100%. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. I have keep to make going. sure we're still recording. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's certain things that, like, if if we had a blank slate and we could start over, there's a lot of shit that you could do. But I think now in the state that we are in 2022, just get the bag, man. Like, <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. I think that's really the only get way the it, it can work. Get you know the what bag. I mean? Like, Yo, what do you think? Like, I think people are so materialistic mm-hmm. now. Like, would I don't I don't take you as a very materialistic person. Nah, I no. I like what I like. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't. What I like doesn't isn't because of the price tag. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not. It's yeah. never been it for me. So I mean, yeah, like like the same kind of thing about like listening to rappers who like are just smashing all the time. It's like. <laughs> Trying to pretend like you're buying chains. Yeah, trying to remember or make pretend that you're like Chris Brown or like <laughs> fucking some yeah. like superstar and like how they dress. And it's like you're spending your rent money on like a <laughs> fucking chain or a watch. Nah, cause you know it's what? Like, or a Hellcat. Like the dumb shit about that, right? And this is what sends mm-hmm. me. I don't think that people understand. Like, I don't know who you're trying to fool or anything. Whether <laughs> you have this chain or not. Yeah. I know that you live in a studio apartment and you are like not that you're like broke. You maybe have a solid job and you're doing well, but you're not Chris Brown. You're not this millionaire. No. Whether you have that chain, I know that that chain means a lot to you because you spent like three months of your salary on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chris Brown, these big time stars, whatever, they buy chains, they buy whatever, and it doesn't mean anything to them. I have this one. I have ten more. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right, right, right. You, it, you flexing it just already makes it look like, all right, bro. You really, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you really spent all your eggs on that basket. Who are you trying to fool? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, we, we know, bro. <laughs> like, and and then like motherfuckers who are willing to like rob and kill people for like like pop smoke. Like mm-hmm. he he died all because of a fucking watch. Yep. Like P and B Rock, literally like last Pain. week, bro. Like R.I.P. What a legend. For real, what a fucking legend, man. Well, I, he played at Spring Jam, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did Spring Jam in like 2017. He, man. when I first started, like, because I listen to music, but like when I first was like high school, now you're listening to your own music and you're like trying to find like the soundtrack to your life, quote unquote. Yeah. It was straight A Boogie and PNB Rock every day. <laughs> Yo, in, that's like, how 20, it was. 2016, man. 2017. That was the time. It was A Boogie and PNB yeah. Rock all day, every day. And yeah. that was it. <laughs> no, that was like, that was the summer, man. 20, yeah. Summer 2016 was like mm-hmm. the peak. And then shit just fucking. Yeah, bro. And then the world just went downhill. The world fucking. People will never, like, ah, that's. I feel so bad for people who weren't there. Like, you just had to be there. And not only that you had to be there, you had to be there and you had to be a certain age during that time. You know what I mean? Like, 
there's like a solid like 10 year window i would say maybe like maybe like maybe a little less like seven years i'm gonna say between like 14 and 21 14 and 21 or 22 Mm -hmm. if you were at that age in the summer of 2016 it was active yeah i was 17 at that time there you go smack dab in the middle and there were things to do and not everything like there was stuff for us. Like we could go to like the teen clubs existed where you could just go and be a teenager and still be out with other teenagers having fun, or you could go to you know you got eighteen you go into the colleges yeah you go to yeah, clubs yeah, yeah. there you're doing a bunch of stuff and it's just like right that era and that time period was so and we're still like naive enough where it's like the world is a beautiful place and shit shit's not really hitting the fan yet uh huh and it was just it was just a beautiful a beautiful point in life. That was just, like, all around just chill vibes. Like, everybody was just outside having a good time. That was kind of, like, would you say that's, like, the peak of social media at that point? Kind of, like, when it was, when it was like, kind of just, like, it wasn't mm-hmm. as big as it was now. Like, right. now everyone lives on Instagram and shit like that. Yeah. But that's when, like, people were starting, like, Snapchat streaks and shit. In 2016, <laughs> like, it was very much more about, like, um consistency and mm. like quality almost like you couldn't yeah. just post whatever yeah like yeah, now yeah. it's about quantity so you got to keep posting shit right back then it was like <clears throat> oh i posted last week i'm not gonna post this week i have to wait an extra week to post Word. because you know people are gonna fuck with it whatever and like the the tbh's the rates the tbh's yeah that i remember shit. that like that was that. that was really a thing like that still kind of goes on yeah, but not the same. Like you used to, that shit would stay on people's IGs, like TBH, yeah. whatever, and and you would and you would like it, and that's how you'd find out that your crush liked you back because it would be some shit like TBH, we should link or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, and that man. was I would I would agree. I think that was peak. That was peak social media. Yeah, you had Snapchat going on, you had Instagram. It was a vibe. I think Vine was kind of dying, but it was a thing still. You know, like you had the dope vines that were going viral. Still. Vines, Vine, that's legendary. Now we oh, got yeah. TikTok. Yeah, Vine's still better than TikTok though. Peak Vine, Peak Vine, Peak Vine was so much well, better than TikTok, man. The TikTok. Let me, let me, let me say this. The top people on TikTok are more famous than the top Viners were. Like mm-hmm. you didn't. Yeah. Batch wasn't. Because Batch is probably the king of Vine, King Batch. For sure. Batch wasn't at the NBA All-Star game and shit. Like, no. Fucking meet, no, meet no, the president no, or whatever no, the no. fuck that they be doing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like Charlie D'Amelio or yeah, whatever like, her name is. Huge. You know, like, mm-hmm. Dixie D'Amelio's peaking, like, top 20 on Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's... For sure. They're more famous, but the quality of content was better on Vine to me. Mm-hmm. You had six seconds. And it was just new. It was yeah. just new. Now it's just been around for so long. No, you're right. Um, like, people just know what to expect. But the TikTok algorithm, like, I've been posting, like, clips of comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get noticed real fast on TikTok. Very true. Like, it's it's easier to put content out there and have people see it on I, TikTok. I agree. I don't know how they do it, but, like, you can just you post like, a random video and you get, like... There's, like, certain times of day you're supposed to post. Mm, really? Like, yeah. There's, so like, the, a schedule to it. I don't really know how so it works. So there isn't, like, the algorithm is a real thing. Because I hear people talk about it's it. It's real. I hear people talk about it, and it's always, like, the algorithm, the it's algorithm. Real. But it's, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a figment. Because TikTok, TikTok, like, puts content in front of you yes. that it thinks you will like. Mm-hmm. But, like, how does it come up with that? Because, like, there's not someone just sitting there 
right. saying like, oh, like Nick, like what is he gonna watch today? Like, let me personally put videos in. Like, nah, they got a fucking right. robot. They got a robot doing that shit. But like, if you like, let's say, I like a video and the hashtag is Roblox. Yeah. Now I'm just gonna get a bunch of hashtag Roblox videos. Nah, I or think it's more. I think that the AI will genuinely either pick up on certain like images like frames or audio really and it will say like oh like maybe he will like a similar like if i like a comedy video Mm -hmm. on instagram where i follow a bunch of comedians right like it might pick out like oh like the framing of this video the like on instagram i went through a period of time Mm -hmm. where i just saw ass (laughs) <laughs> you had a great time. No, like, <laughs> it gets annoying because I'll no, be yeah. at like fucking work, and uh. I'm just, I, on my lunch break, I'm scrolling. I just see ass and titties. I'm like, yo, well now I'm in a totally different mood. Right? You want to? You want to date? You want to date? You're like, oh yeah, follow my gram. Oops, let me just wait. No, let me. <laughs> yeah, not that. Not that. Yeah, man. And it's like, yo, I'm I'm pretty sure that Instagram was just like, cause it tracks also what you look at. Right. Like if you saw this, um, no, genuinely, what your eyes are focused oh. on on your screen. Oh, like you know how you got facial recognition on your phone? Yeah, it will literally track how long you look at a certain see, thing. Nah, on see, this Instagram. is scary now. Yeah, this is like scary. if you look, like if you have your Instagram open and you know, like they have the reels now yeah. and whatever. Say you like peep like a, or you're looking at a reel but not clicking on it. Mm-hmm. Like Instagram will know. That you're not looking at a post, you're looking at the real. Like it, it knows what your eyes are looking at. Wow. So like it will show you things that you look at. Don't you think? Is this is that an invasion of privacy at some point? Hell yeah. Like <laughs> you should watch the documentary. It's called um The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's all about how they literally monetize your attention. It's the attention economy. Right. Like your attention is worth so much. Like, think about what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, like podcasting, radio hosting, yep. like Everything is attention. Like, you want people paying attention to your show, you know? Yeah, 100%. Mm. But I think, and I guess this is definitely an old school concept. I want it to be, I don't know. This doesn't happen anymore. And I know it doesn't happen anymore, but I don't give a fuck because, like, a nigga can dream. I want (laughs) to be able to post a video, whatever, fuck the hashtags, fuck all that. And it just blows up just because it's a funny video and people like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, not that, like, the algorithm and all that, that's the proper way to do it. Yeah. And I would almost. If you're funny, you'll just take off. Like, yeah, yeah. And I almost feel like maybe nobody ever really just popped like that. Like, it was probably the algorithm for almost everyone. Mm. But I would like to think that I can post a video with no hashtags, no caption, and it's just good content. Yeah. And the masses will see it. You know what I mean? Like You might, as a person that would do that, because there's been a lot of videos that have went viral just randomly. Mm-hmm. Like, off the top of my head, like, remember that Charlie bit my finger? Oh, yeah, Charlie video? bit me. Charlie bit me. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, like, that person, I don't think they had a following or whatever. No, not at all. Maybe you just have to, like, know certain people. Like, like if you see... Like, if you fucking... I just saw a video today of someone on a fucking motorcycle, like, running into a police car or something. Right. Like, how the fuck did that get on my feed? Like, no mm. way the person who took that video, yeah. like, had a crazy social media following. No, just some random not. person on the fucking sidewalk. Right. You know, so maybe, like, if you're someone who has, like, a personal social media following, like, you post a video mm-hmm. and you got people that fuck with you. Right. And they're like, oh, shit, like, that video's funny as repost. hell. And they start reposting it. And, and that's, then that's so what it is. By chance, 
like you could just get situations like that. And I think that's why. So that's why for me, not to bring it like a backpack, but yeah, when we talk about the pregame and why I'm so into keeping the listeners engaged and help making them help with the content and engage even on socials, it's like for that because maybe we post a clip and it's like, oh, that's the response that I made and they're talking about it. Let me repost it. And then your yeah. friend's eating your friend. So it's like you have more of an incentive to post it and to talk about it because you were literally a part of the content, you know? Straight so up. that's that's what that's why I'm trying to get there. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's, you know, it's a step. Uh, and it's attainable. Yeah, you could throw that napkin <laughs> if you want. That's up to you. <laughs> if you're you see me, like, playing with the napkin? <laughs> I, just, I did not clean this up at all. <laughs> it's no worries. It looks um, good. But, yo, back to the pregame, man. I'm going to ask you a real pregame-ass <laughs> question right now. <laughs> I'm prepared. What, what's the biggest double standard between men and women? Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to steal this question, too. We're going to ask this in a couple weeks now, just because yeah. that's an amazing one. Yeah. The biggest double standard. Wow. Um, Let's see. The biggest double standard. Got to think about this one. I do, because there's a lot of double standards, <laughs> but I think that most of them make sense. Some of them, some of them don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I really think that it's, in a broad term, the treatment. I think that's the broad term. I think to be Treatment. more specific, yeah. to be more specific in that it's if a dude is being an asshole to a girl, I think we all agree. Let me not say we all, but the majority of folks, if you're an upstanding member of society, will agree that that dude is an asshole. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? And we will all hold him accountable. Yeah, Men could do better holding each other accountable, mm. sure, but I think we do. Like, yo, bro, you're fucking up. What's going on, right? Yeah. Girls do this thing and women do this thing where they're almost loyal to a fault. Like, they could know that their girl is either doing this guy really dirty or making a huge mistake. And they'll just be like, okay, queen, whatever, you got it, sis, da-da-da-da. As if everything they do is just fucking amazing. Which, like, I I just don't get it. Like, you can never be in my circle and not have the ability to tell me, yo, Nick, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest double standard personally because it's like, yeah, like, if a dude is cheating, it's like, yo, bro, what the fuck? And everybody's like, yo, why are you cheating? Da, da, da. If a girl does you it, You think like, so? I don't think guys do that. Not publicly. Oh, but, maybe to the side. But I would definitely tell my boy, yeah. yo, bro, especially if you're cheating on, like, your girlfriend. <clears throat> like, don't get me wrong. If you're out here and you're, like, playing or whatever, like, there's a couple girls, you got whatever. I'm not about to bug you on that. Yeah. But if you're in a relationship, committed, and you're cheating, I'm going to be like, yo, bro, what are you doing? You so know I think I mean? there's guys who will cheat in mass. In mass? <laughs> like, literally. Oh, like, that's what the like, whole that's group does? that's just what the squad does. Well, yeah, if the squad's doing it, then that's what they yeah. do. So I see what you're saying. But I think, like, I they will still be, so if the squad is cheating, right, Mm-hmm. There will still be a fly on the wall that's just a guy that's like, yo, that squad is just crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But women, regardless, like it could be a woman in Cali and a woman in Florida, and they're both cheating. And if you see it on IG, the comments are going to be like, okay, sis, you got it, sis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get that bag, sis. I mean, that's for real, I think that's, you're right. I think it's kind of like that culture of like, 
in a way, like, I mean, guys have kind of been dickhead, like, fuckboys for so long yeah. that at this point, the culture for, like, women has become, like, oh, how many guys can you take advantage of? Like, mm-hmm. how many guys can you get to, like, buy you dinner or, like, right. buy you fucking whatever? You know how hard that is now? Going out and being, like, even if you're if you're a guy that's, like, and I hate the term, like, nice guy because I just think that's fucking, like, a dumb thing to say because, like, why are you saying it if you're just nice? People will know. Yeah, but, right, 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 right. But um, if you want to, like, take somebody out on a date just because, like, I want to take this girl out, now you have to really think, like, is she taking advantage of me? Am I about to be the joke of the group chat for the next week and a half? You know what right. I mean? Like, am I going to be saved in her phone as free meal? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you got to really think about shit. that shit now. It's just different. So it's like, damn, like, I don't want to... I don't want to just be a free meal. No, like, and I don't. And I, but I wanted, like, I was raised a certain way. My parents raised me to be a gentleman. You know? Same. There's certain things that I do because I'm a gentleman. But now you got to think: Can I really be like this in this society now? You know, like, yeah. is that something that's even? Have you had a hard time like being a gentleman with girls? Because like a lot of times they don't even respect that. <laughs> You're right. It's <laughs> it's weird. Um, some girls, yes, some girls, no. It just depends on who it is. Because there's some girls that were also raised to expect certain things from men. Yeah, right, right. Which is good. It all depends on, I guess, partially, like, your upbringing. Right. But yeah. then you have, it's it's a spectrum, right? There's the girls that, like, know, and it's like, okay, you're being a gentleman. It's how you should be, whatever, and that's cool. There's girls that have, have uh, baggage, for lack of a better term. And they've literally never been treated well ever. So now yeah. you're treating them well and they just think that you're bullshitting. Yeah. Because it's like, why are you treating them like this? It has to be a catch. It has to be something like... Right. You, you know what I mean? Even though it's just like, yeah, I'm just being a good person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, right. Like, a lot of times your motivations aren't coming from anywhere, like, sinister. No, but because so many times they have been from whatever past that they've been through. Mm-hmm. Now you have to work past that. Or there's the girls who are like... I don't want to say feminist because I love the feminist movement. I support women. But yeah. it's like to the next extreme level where it's like, I'm an independent woman. I can hold my own door. And it's like, bro, <laughs> like, I know you can, yeah. but I want to. And that's okay. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. like those freaking are like, there's girls. And I don't really experience this because I just, I'm very meticulous about who I go out with and who I spend time with for this reason. But I've had yeah. boys who literally like, I have been sitting at the table arguing with a girl for 20 minutes about who's paying the bill because they want to pay it, but she's like, oh, no, I'm an independent woman. Like, da 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 da. You don't have to pay me. Like, yo, at that point, it's not even worth it. I'll be like, shit, you can pay it. Like, no, 100%. But then <laughs> then that goes back to now on my boy's part, which I told him at the mm-hmm. time, there's a, it's part of the little bit of toxicity that comes from like, I'm a man, I'm paying this bill, I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. to even, to even fathom a woman paying for something for some men is like, yo, what? Like, it makes them feel as if, yeah. lesser, you know, which is I, like dumb. I actually went through that recently. Like, um, talk about it. Well, yeah, no, I was like, not like on a date or anything like uh-huh. that. Like, it's just like a friend of mine, like, she's helping me get a job and whatever. Right. And then we were out like getting drinks, just like talking about the job. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, I got you. Like, I'm going to pay for it. And I felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's like, it's a friend, exactly. like, friends buy drinks for each other. But 100%. as a guy, and she was a girl, even though we're friends, yeah, was I was like, like, wait, this doesn't happen yeah. ever. No, 100%. Like, and I was, like, super hesitant. I was like, no, no. I was, like, trying to get my card to the woman. I was like, <laughs> no, 100%. I was, like, trying to get 
my car to the lady, and then she was like, no, no, like, I got you. Like, nah. don't worry about it. The, <laughs> there's this shout out. Um, the girl, uh, there's a girl that I was talking to, right? And uh, we were like a thing. We're kind of still. She's cool. Anywho, yeah. we're like this on and off thing. But she makes a lot of money. Okay. Uh, That's a great thing. It's a great thing. Mm. And I, I, you know, I'm not the most broke person in the world, but I'm not making that much money. I'm a college student, right? So we go on dates and we go out. And we both know who the breadwinner is between us, right? <laughs> but I also am not about to have you be out here, you know, paying for your stuff. So, right. like, so we'll go out and normally, like, I'll pay if it's, like, some calm shit. But sometimes she'll have a special taste where it's, like, Oh, I want to go to like Fogo de Chao or something. Like we're going. Oh, to, like, so she wants like like fancy ass stuff. Here's the thing: when she wants that, though, she's aware that like I could pay, but like you know, money be tight, so she pays for it, right? Because she's like, okay, this is what I want. Oh, because she wants so exactly. I mean, that's a good friend right there. That's a good one. That's but, a great friend. But it's but it's funny because I'll be like, um, I'll be like, oh, like I'll pay, right? And she'll just look at me like she won't even say anything. Like, the check will come. I'll go to pay. She'll just yeah. look at me. Yeah. And then I'll be like, yeah, nah, you got it. Like, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, nah. Like, we both know. You know what I mean? An unspoken agreement. Yeah, because like I said, like, we'll go on dates, whatever, and it's cool. But at the same time, like, you know, she's making bank. So it's like. Yeah, so then. <laughs> yeah, it's like. That's yo, it. That's it. You, know, you got that. Like, and you just, sometimes you just got an agreement with people. But yeah. did you ever feel weird about that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. At first. But at a certain point, it's like, I've I've proven that. You know, yeah. I don't need to prove myself at a certain point. Like, no, you know, no, no. Once no. you're at a certain point, it's like, like fuck it. Like I'm, you got it. You wanted to come here. We came here. You you could pay for this one. I'll get the next one. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. very much that. I'm yeah. not gonna be a fucking freeloader. Don't get me wrong, but mm -hmm. I'm one of those. Well, but while we're on the topic, I have a question. Yeah. Have you? A question for me. Yeah. I, 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 we'll switch it up real quick. Yeah. Because I I heard this in the in the circles of outside. You heard, you heard shit about me? Not about you, but oh. about about this particular topic. That this is something that men do. So I wonder if you've done this. Yeah. Have you ever been on a date or been out with a girl and have taken her card and handed it to the person so it looked like you were paying? But she paid? But she paid. Hell no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not broke. Because <laughs> I've heard this. No, I've heard, like, people have told me. That's like, funny as hell. Yeah, even, like, girls, like, I have, like, obviously female friends, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I went on a date with this guy, and, like, I gave him my card so that he could feel like he paid. Like, hey, yo, sneaky So he didn't pizza. get embarrassed. So, okay, wait. So, oh, so the girl knows about it? The girl knows that so she she's paying. You, she gives you the card, so and the, you just hand it to them. To the cashier or whatever, so that the cashier thinks you're paying, so, so you're not embarrassed. Like, it's like as a kid, like if you're at the store with your mom, <laughs> yeah, exactly and like your that. mom's like, do you want to pay? Yeah, exactly like that. It's exactly <laughs> like that. It's literally, it's to, it's to save embarrassment. Like, but I feel like that's yeah. more embarrassing. Or like, yo, go... Uh, Go give this dollar to the street performer. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like, hey, yo, that's the funniest shit I ever heard. It's so stupid though, cause I'm like, the cashier knows that your name is not Marissa, bro. Like, <laughs> what? Like, how is this working? Yes, I'm Caitlyn. Yeah, right. Like, what? Like, oh my god. Well, gosh. they can't question you now though. But they can't. That's they true. Can't. They're like, huh? I but, guess you're a Marissa. Sure. Yeah, but I just think it's funny. Like, why? Yeah, like, why do that, bro? If you're not going to pay, just don't pay at that point. Like, say you, like, say you stole someone's debit card, like a woman's debit card named, like, Maria, uh -huh. and you, like, go to the store, and then they ask you, like, 
is your name really Maria? Can you like get mad and be like, are you misgendering me right now? Ooh, now? Yeah. Maybe. So can, that's, a, that's a way to wow. get away with card theft. <laughs> it is, but <laughs> the, the, the problem with that, there was a lot of places too. Sometimes they ask for your ID with it. Oh. Like if they don't know, they'll just be like, show me your ID. Because mm. that happened once, because when I was a, a child back in the day, you know how like with Chase, you can have a parent also like see the account or whatever? Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. high school checking, whatever. Right, so I right, had one right. of those. And my mom had a debit card for my account because, like, in case I lost my card or some shit. I feel you. And I did lose my card. <laughs> so I had to get a new card. But while I was waiting for the new card, I used the one with my mom's name. So I went out uh, to the mall and I went to buy something. Meanwhile, this is my account. This is my money. Yeah. It just happened to be my mom's name because I'm using the card. She was, and they didn't let you do it? No, they were like, oh, like da 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 da. Like they were about to like call police and shit. I was like, literally, like I can call my mother right now. Like <laughs> this is not happening. Like, hey yo, people just take their jobs way too seriously, bro. Like, like, bro, you fucking working for Forever Twenty One. Yeah, <laughs> like at the same time, yo, like obviously this person's not trying to scam you. Like just, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like 15 years old, bro. Like hey, you think I'm yo. really doing the car theft already? Like this was before scammers were even like popping. Like, Straight up, you know what I mean? It's like it's like ridiculous. Like, yo, but like tell me. um you have you had experiences with like scammer culture with like with girls? Ooh, with women trying to scam me? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, I'm gonna be honest, it's really easy to scam me because I'm not. Um, I really just don't care that much about like. Don't get me wrong. I'm about my my money. Like I'm about the bag. But more yeah. often than not, I'm just gonna trust you because like that's really that's your karma to deal with. Yeah. So like I'll get like there's just one girl in particular, and I hope she doesn't listen to this because she'll probably like curse me out. Really? But yeah. <laughs> but like she'll hit me with like a sob story, and like we used to like we we have history, right? Yeah. And she'll hit me with a sob story like oh like uh I don't have any money and I'm stranded somewhere and da da da. Can you send me mm. like twenty dollars and I'll pay you back? Blah blah blah. And like. You're a nice person. I so. know that you're scamming me, yeah. but at the same time, it's $20. Like, fuck mm. it. You can have the $20. Why? Because at the end of the day, that's your karma. Like, I did a good deed. Oh. I did I did something nice for somebody. What you mm -hmm. intend to do with that or how you did, like, that's your business. You yeah. know what I mean? That's how I think about it. That's why I said it's easy to scam me. It's a way to inflate <laughs> your own karma. 100%. It's karma inflation. 100%. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, you can get me on that maybe once or twice. You're not going to fucking... Because she'll still do it now. Because I think she thought, oh, it worked. Let me keep going. And now it doesn't work. Because, like, now you're you've overstayed like, your welcome. Get you know? a fucking job. Yeah, exactly. Straight up. But, like, you can get me one time with the scam. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. just because, as I said, more often than not, I'm just like, yeah, you're scamming me. But, like, fuck it. Like, as I said, that's your coming to deal with. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't really... I don't really be pressed over that. But, yeah, yeah. it'll happen. What about you? What about me? Um... Yeah, but nothing too crazy. Like, yeah, like, like uh, I don't know. Just, like, going out with girls and, like, yeah. just, I guess it's not really scamming. Because if I'm taking a girl out, like, I'll be paying for okay, her you, stuff and, and whatever. You go out with your girl and her friends. Yeah. Do you pay for the friends, too? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I saw that video of uh, <laughs> this girl. She was mad at her man in a parking lot. She had a group of like maybe eight friends there. Oh yeah, she and was, she was like, "Yo, like you're not gonna pay for all of our dinner." Nah, facts. That's crazy. That's what crazy. like? Can you speak on the audacity? <laughs> all right, <laughs> that is just—it's a dumb thing. Here's the thing: like, I think it would have been a nice thing to do to pay for everybody's meal, right? That's a nice thing to do. 
However, what people need to like get in their head is that there's what you have to do, and then there's things that would be nice. That's a nice thing to do, but he doesn't have to do that. No. Like you, know, you see what I'm saying? Like he's not an asshole for not doing that. And I think that's mm. the issue. Like, don't get me wrong. Right. My ex, it was like her friend's birthday, and everybody, we went to like this hookah lounge. And no, like I know a lot of hookah lounges. I know a lot of people at these hookah lounges and shit. Yeah. And still smoking hookah, eating whatever, whatever. And I go to my, um, a guy that I worked with at this place that I was hosting. I was like, yo, bro, like, feel me? Like, it's a birthday. I'm trying to impress the friends. Can you do me a solid? He's like, yeah, don't even worry about it. So now it looks like I paid. I didn't pay for anything, but it looks like I paid because I'm like, yo, y'all got this. Whatever you want, I done got it covered. Now the friends fuck with me. Everybody's happy because I went the extra mile, yeah. but I also didn't I didn't pay. You just got to be resourceful. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? So it works See, but better. But not everyone's way. got those, you know, resources at their disposal. Right. And in that case, mm-hmm. what, I, what I say that to say, you could A, be resourceful and do some shit like that, or B... You don't have to. You don't have to pay for the friends. Like fuck it. Like no. as I said, going the extra mile sometimes is cool, but you don't got to do it every time. And that's the mm-hmm. there's a reason why it's called the extra mile. It's because it's an extra thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that I don't know. Women just again, it, it's a, it's an entitlement thing, and it's not just women. Men have entitlement too. But for this particular thing that we're talking about, it's entitlement as women. It's just like it's like come on, get it together. Yo, let's talk about a double standard, bro. Let's go. Fucking um, like. It's a, it's kind of a controversial point, I guess. But if we if we're gonna like if we're gonna compare, like like look at like artists like performers, right? Mm-hmm. Like what Meg the Stallion or like Kalani is wearing on stage right. versus like you know obviously like like Drake or Kanye or right, like right, fucking right. someone else. Mm-hmm. Like yo, if fucking like Drake went up and like assless chaps, bro. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> Yo, Drake and Ashley Chaps is like, crazy. Like Lizzo going up with her whole ass out. It's you like, know Vaughn is actually married to Lizzo. Like, our boy Vaughn. He's married to Lizzo. Yeah, they got married. Wow. Yeah, we got to shout when, shout him out. Is they're engaged or they're already? Nah, married? they're married. Oh shit. They're married. That's just like. Yo, weird. I gotta send him my congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got him. And I'm a bottle you. of champagne. Yeah, I'm telling you, shoot him a text. You know, it was a really big moment for him. It was a huge moment I'm, for him. I'm happy for him, man. Love wins. No, 100%, right? As I said, yeah, it was a really it was a really big moment for him. You know, yeah. huge moment uh, for him. And <laughs> getting married pause. to Lizzo. Get, getting married to Lizzo. A, was big, a, a very big moment yeah. in his life. Yeah, getting married to Lizzo, you know. A, um, a plus-sized moment <laughs> in his life. That was fucked up. I, I got nothing against Lizzo. <laughs> Don't... Shout out Lizzo though. Hey, yo, shout out Lizzo. She's valid. A queen, She's a queen, valid. A queen, a queen. Yo, don't cancel me. It's the don't third me. episode. It's a, no Lizzo's a queen. Um, Lizzo's amazing, beautiful. Lizzo's amazing, right. beautiful artist. But no, like here's what I'm saying. Like I look at footage from like concerts of like a lot of like really famous mm-hmm. like female artists and right. whatever. I mean, like there's not much putting it, like distinguishing it from like a strip show. <laughs> I see what you mean. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Like it's very. For me, I'm like. What's the point? I guess. Um, I guess it's like you get more of an audience. I don't know. Like, well, well, there's a. Some of these are twofold, right? So now, yeah. if I'm putting my A and R hat on, right, as a label executive, we're right, going on right. tour, right? 
tours need to sell because streaming doesn't sell anymore. You're not making money off the qual- like the actual music, right? Yeah. You're making money off tours. Fucking Spotify, man. Right? Fucking bullshit. <laughs> right? <laughs> until they sponsor it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I love you, Spotify. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, as an A&R, it's like, okay, this tour needs to sell. We need... What is going to make this tour sell, right? Now I'm going to hire a costume. Now I'm going to hire a choreographer. And I'm going to say, okay, we need this tour to sell. You're a sex symbol. Sex sells. Let's use that. What yeah. can we? What can she wear? What can she, you know, what choreography could she do that's a little, you know, erotic? I don't know if you've been seeing this Kalani move that she does at all her shows. I've heard about it. I it's don't the know move. what it it's is. It's the move. You got to, like, put a clip of it in this after. I'll put a clip. I'll put a clip. Of the move. Hang on. Let me, let me, like, let me she's see if like, I can find it. It's a, she's, like, twerking, but she's twerking in a specific way that makes it the move. And, Kalani move. And <laughs> Kalani move. It's the move. And, um... I'll do the Kalani the move. move, the Kalani move, and like maybe her concert will pull up. Will it? Will we get a no? Concert? Not movie. I don't give a fuck about her move. The Kalani, <laughs> the Kalani dance move, and you might be able to find it. Um, oh, dance move. Yeah, let's yeah, do that dance the, move. <laughs> but Kalani. what about it? What about? Yeah. It? So basically, that is something where it's like, you know, she goes and does that at a show. Everybody's going crazy. And now because everybody's going crazy, people are posting about it. Now it's like, huh, right. I wonder when Kalani's coming to my city. Let me buy a ticket. I want to see this move. But, like, what do you think creates that sensation behind a very sexual movement? Like, it's obviously not the artists. There's some greater narrative going on that is promoting this culture of, like, sex before anything else, hmm. you know? Like, where do you think that comes from? Like, the agencies? It's, it is. Well, it's because, yeah. as I said, it's what's selling. It is, it's definitely... It's the agencies, and it's also... Um, yeah, I don't know, bro. I'll just put a clip up. Yeah, we'll, later. we'll clip it later. We'll clip it later, because I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> all right. But, uh, <laughs> not that I have it on hand or anything, like, you know, but... You, you, know. Got it, you got everyone saved in your camera. <laughs> right, they're all there <laughs> in a slideshow. Um, no, but um, I think that it is partially agencies, but it's also... It's it's the music, though. It's the music that people are making. I think yeah. that the, the difference now, as opposed to, like way back when because like this has been there's always been artists that do this but the tour and the the dances and the choreography everything's gonna be built around what this artist is what music they're making yeah and you know if you're making more erotic music music about sex music about that type of stuff then obviously the dances are going to be more in that way like true kalani's music is very very um you know sexual stuff like yeah. that it's great music i love her music mm-hmm. but that's what it is and it's you know yeah i guess then the question is like why is there such an emphasis on it in the music i think that just goes back to what we were talking about it earlier sells, with, I guess. With, with hookup culture that's what hookup it is. culture it's yeah. where we are well one you know? has to create the other you know chicken or the egg kind of thing yeah like what do you th- i think that possibly the music culture creates the hookup culture hmm bring up an interesting point i think i think it's the opposite because i think i mm. hold, i hold true to the art imitating life thing mm-hmm. and i think people are making music about their experiences and what they're going through true in this true, generation true, true. Yeah. and as people are coming up you know you're getting songs and you're getting these experiences you know mm-hmm. uh, whether it's nights like this which is my jam by the way or stuff like that and it's yeah. like yeah. you're talking about stuff that's happening outside you know it's right you know uh 
your your Bryson Tillers, even like we were talking about the the new R and B kind of. It's like R and B. They say back in the day, it was all I love you, this lovey dovey, and now it's toxic. But that's because at, back in the day, it was a lot more lovey dovey in real life, and now life is more toxic, and that's yeah. what relationships are now. Probably, I would say probably the origin would be like social media. Yeah, I would say that probably just created the ease of access for people to get in contact and for people to just fuck. I guess that's it. I guess social media has brought in this new era of like easily accessible sex. So I guess people are. Well, I actually heard that people are having less sex somehow. Is that true? I heard that that was like a couple years ago though. So maybe it's up now. Are they quantify like? I, I I remember hearing a statistic that like young people on average like when I was at William Patterson yeah I remember hearing a statistic that like young people on average are having less sex huh even though it seems like it's all around us at all times I don't well you know that might be true because I think I think there was a time where like this was you know sex sells and this is the normal thing but I think that there are enough people that kind of are rejecting that now. And yeah. it's kind of so, it's cool to be counterculture now. Right. So yeah, we're right, kind of right, running right. away from that. But at the same time, the um, I think a lot of it is not only that sex is, is more in the forefront, it's also being able to like publicly embrace sexuality and, you know, the fact that's happening because back in the day you couldn't just say you're having sex like that's not a thing that like right. oh my god you're having sex like that's a thing right that you would know? be like a big deal you know whereas <laughs> like now it's like you can be a part of even like especially like women being able to freely say that they have sex and that they do this and yeah. that you know like right. that's not something that was a thing before so now mm-hmm. that that's a thing we just see it more it doesn't necessarily mean that it's happening more so I guess that might be true mm-hmm. I don't I don't know the statistics on it but it's possible but you see like Kevin Gates fucking you see what he was doing on stage. Nah, that shit was like hilarious. literally. <laughs> fill, fill the people in, please, on that one. Uh, so my man Kevin Gates, like he was literally on stage, like pretending he was like eating pussy and yeah. like whipping his dick out and yeah. shit. Like not literally whipping his dick out, but like an air dick. Like he was like pretending to like whip Whoa. out. His, it was like <laughs> an like air what? Dick. And he's like like grinding like oh, on yeah. stage like Matt. Yeah. And it's like like you said, if if your music is about sex, like go off. But like God damn Nah, it's <laughs> there like, comes a point. Why I are you agree. gonna go like so I, crazy? I do agree. It's very uh Kevin Gates is wilding. <laughs> and however, if if he's selling out, because as I say, like obviously yeah. I'm not gonna be like I wanna go to a Kevin Gates show now. But somebody might be like, oh, I'm going to go see Kevin Gates. He's making the money that I guess go off. But I do think that they're, I think they exist. And there are artists that can talk about sex right. and still keep that, you know, um, what's it called? Like kind of classiness to it and do it in a classy. I don't know if you listen to Janae Aiko at all. I a little love, bit. I love yeah. Janae. Big Sean, we could fight anytime, any place. <laughs> I love Janae Aiko. You could take him. All right, I could. He's like five four. I'll beat his ass. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he's Jack now, though. Yeah, it means nothing. <laughs> so are the fucking what are those shits called in fucking uh, Super Mario that you jump on and oh the mushrooms? Yeah, the fucking like, no the fucking Goombas, whatever. Oh the Goomba. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Big Sean. Bro. You're gonna stomp on him like a yeah. Goomba, bro. <laughs> he's he's done. But uh, Janae yeah, makes yo. such. Janae makes such good music. Mm-hmm. She's got a good voice. She does, but if yeah. you really listen to her, like, the lyrics, like, I don't know. Like, Pussy Fairy? 
Pussy Fairy, On The Way. She said, tell your friends Tinkerbell fucked my brains out in her song. Yo. And you would never know because of how, A, it's like angelic. Music, it's sonically angelic, but also like you like go to her concerts. She's beautiful. But Word. it's Isn't the way she she's like, performing, you know? Yeah. She's like Japanese and Dominican and something, right? Some shit like that. I think she's, I thought she was like Hawaiian. She's one of those, she's black and something, I think. But they're, yeah. she's like one of those Bruno Mars type shits where it's like, they can be anything, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, like Bruno Mars is like, he's some type of person of color, but we don't know what. Mm. It's, it's it's that. Yeah, it's just ambiguous. Yeah, ambiguous. I've been told I look ambiguous, even though I'm just a white dude. <laughs> <laughs> you could be Arab. See, my fucking, um, my grandma on my dad's side, rest in peace, mm-hmm. she called me a terrorist one time because I had my beard grown out. Oh my Yo, god! Straight up, like that's crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? She was like a Trump supporter. Nah. And she was like, "You look like a terrorist." Your grandma <laughs> calling you a terrorist yeah, is crazy. I was like, "Yeah, grandma, like, grandma, fuck out, man." Oh no. Like, yeah, I could see if you had an accent, then I would be like, "Nah, totally." Nah, um, I just got a fucking uh, ran like a New Jersey voice, <laughs> like an Italian yeah. New Jersey. No, one hundred percent. Are you Italian? Yeah, mostly, but I'm kind of like a mixed bag. How did you get? I know I'm 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 spinning it on you again. Yeah. Um, camera as a last name. Though. Yeah. How? That's Italian. That's Italian. It's Italian name. It means small room in Italian. Camera. Yeah. Really? Uh, technically, I guess it's like Camera, like Camera, like that. So your name but, is Matt Camera this whole like, time. Well, like Camera, like. Kind of like that's tech, that's technically the Italian Italian the Italian of it. <laughs> we got it but now. That's the new word. That was lovely. Italian- that was the Italian. Yeah, the Italian of the nation, man. <laughs> right? Fucking yeah. But my family has always said camera, like my whole life. Mm-hmm. It's always been camera. Even mm-hmm. like the seniors in my family are camera. Interesting. So, I, I don't know. I'm a, I've always been a camera, but. Technically, I guess <laughs> if I go to Italy, they might be saying Camara. Camara. I like that. I think you got it. Yeah. You got it right. You got to do a rebrand. Matt Camara. Camara. Put an accent Honestly, on the E. It would be a lot easier for me so that I don't have to explain to people that my name really is Camara. Oh, like, people think that's like every fucking time that thing? I meet. Like somebody asked me the other night if I if that really was my name from birth or if I legally changed it when I was eighteen, <laughs> and I'm like. First of all, why would I change my name to a noun? Yeah, legally changing but, your name to camera just doesn't make sense. Imagine I'm like, I'm gonna go into production. I'm gonna name <laughs> I'm gonna change my name to camera. That had to be hard. That would like, be corny. Camera one. And then it's like you, but like, <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Dude, and it's like I gotta explain myself to everybody, man. Right? No, that's insane. But no, I mean it's it's valid. It's valid. Matt Camara from that one. You heard it here first. It's a conversation starter. Ooh, that what do you is that how you when you talk to girls is that like one of the things you say like yo my last name's camera sometimes <laughs> i mean i don't it's not typically the first thing i go for uh-huh. but like if we're like exchanging number or whatever and they're like oh what's your last name then i gotta gotta go into the whole spiel well because like, i can't like because matt's pretty I feel common, like i so. can't just drop matt camera and mm-hmm. then like not explain it <laughs> right <laughs> mic drop <laughs> yeah my name's matt camera yeah my name's matt camera like cameron I'm like camera, like camera, like no. Yeah. It's like I got called Carrera. I'm like, yo, I'm like, <laughs> there's wh- where's the middle R's? Like, right, what are you talking about? Extra R's. Like, nah, I didn't like what you said. I was gonna put Carrera. Like, they didn't even care. Yeah, 
Oh my but, gosh. But anyway, man, like fucking I was listening to your show recently. Yeah. Uh you were talking about uh or Hava had said mm-hmm. that she likes guys who read. And then your guest was like, Oh, like who fucking reads? Like nobody reads anymore. <laughs> yeah. You were saying you read the Bible on the I, regular. Is I that do true? Say that. Yes, I do. Okay, true? you did your research. Yeah. Okay, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I read. I read the Bible every day. I read two chapters a day. Um, two chapters a day. Two chapters a day. Cool. I feel it's important because, mm. and when I say read, sometimes I'm reading it. Sometimes I'm like audio, it. Cool. But, but I think it's important just because, like, personally, like, I'm I'm Christian and I am fairly. I try to be, you know, an example and stuff. We all fall short. I'm definitely not the most perfect one. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the very least, I think that's the least I can do is. You know, if if Jesus is going to die on a cross, right, for us, yeah. I can I can spare five minutes to read a couple of chapters a day. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. And I think Small that price to pay exactly. And you <clears throat> learn a lot. Like a lot of my writing even has come from like, okay, I really like this passage or this phrase. Let me like make it a, you know, uh-huh. a proper a proper story. You know, there's 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 mm. there's lots of things that I get out of it. And like, if I'm gonna read. Why not read the oldest book ever? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what? The original book. Yeah, because Harvard tried to tell me that didn't count. And I'm like, that totally counts as reading a book. Like, what? It's the good book. <laughs> yeah. If you will. But yeah. So yeah, it's fairly true. I do. That's cool. I That's great, man. That's great. I respect anyone who does anything for their spirituality yep. like in general. And like, I feel like it becomes a fault when people assign one definition to what spirituality is. Yeah. You know? Um. And, like, for me, like, the Bible, even though it is, like, a Christian thing, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the principles apply to, like, pretty much any set of spiritual values. You You've know? got the Abrahamic like, religions that have similar that yeah. have similar values for sure. And I and yeah. I said this on that episode you sp- you're talking about, yeah. that when I'm looking for somebody, especially, like, mm-hmm. in a relationship and I'm trying to get serious, it is important that you have some type of um, religious or spiritual, I guess, grounding you can be Muslim, you can be Jewish, you can be whatever you want to be, but you got to have something to me. Yeah. Because I think that... It's important. I think that for me, your basic values of, you know, what's right, what's wrong, certain things, they have to be based, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think... And if they're not based in some type of spiritual... Like a or, higher power or just a way of being? Way of being. Like, uh, mm. like it's wrong to kill somebody. Right. Why? Right, right. I can tell you why because wow. it's the it's in the Ten Commandments. In the, yeah. You could tell me why because you know it says it in the Quran or whatever. Like there's got to be a basis for your mm-hmm. for your morals, mm-hmm. and if like and if there isn't, then as I said, just for me personally, that I can't work with that. Like we need to because mm. there's got to be like okay, you feel like this because of this. I feel like it's because of that. Now when we're building our mm. household together, when we're building our family together, we can work with what we both have and and build you know so you think that if somebody were to come up with like a set of morals or something kind of through their own volition it's not like as valid as basing it off of like already established literature no because your set of morals we are we're all like people so Mm -hmm. you set a set of morals based off whatever you feel i could just tell you that's bullshit (laughs) and then what and why is it why is it not bullshit well people say the bible's bullshit yeah, but I can tell you that, you know, there's a God that I believe in and these things happen. Right, right. We can we can go out here and debate 
you know, whether you believe these things happened. Yeah. But there are things that I feel happened that you may not feel, whatever. Right. But there are there is a basis and there is something going on. If you're just mm-hmm. saying, I woke up this morning and I felt like this is wrong, I can just say, okay, that's bullshit. And, and what do you have to back that up? Oh, it's how I feel. It's how I feel. Right. Why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. if you can't quantify Some. your feelings, then it's, you know. So those who partook in the production of the Bible, mm-hmm. the writing of the Bible, yeah. like where did their morals come from? So there's that's a that's a, that's a good question. So that's a, it's twofold, I guess. Yeah, you have the Old Testament, mm-hmm. which are written by people that through the Holy Spirit, which is like God mm-hmm. basically working through them to write these things down. Yeah. That's where they're getting it. You notice, like, like Moses talks to God a lot, things like that. These are, like, what they're rec- recalling. Yeah. Then you have, like, the New Testament, which is, like, people that actually lived with Jesus and walked with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And were, like, basically consider them, st- is that a stenographer in court? Like, in court when, like, were they- they're writing down everything that's happening in court? Oh, I, I think. That Whatever the fuck right, they're called. But, but you know what I'm talking about. I know about. what you mean. Yeah. That's basically what they were doing. Walking mm. around with Jesus and just taking notes about every taking single notes. thing that happened. Yeah. And that's and those notes are now what we read. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's that's how they're getting. But even then, there's a source for those, you know, that they're mm-hmm. that they're basing it off. That's not themselves, you know. Yeah. It's not like Peter saying, Because I'm Peter, this is how it is. It's no because Jesus, because God, you know. There's something higher, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, for me, like I, I very much respect religion. Like, mm-hmm. like when when you start talking about like like church and stuff, sometimes I get a little hesitant because I yeah, feel like a there's different. a difference between church and religion. I agree. Like, especially when you see videos of like that priest like calling his supporters like dusty for not <laughs> buying him a watch. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, nah, no, it's like, fuck you doing. It's a bad look. And like for me, in a way, I, t- I actually talked about this last episode too. Mm-hmm. It's like I have a hard time, like, listening to other people's explanation as to what the truth is, you know? Because, mm-hmm. right. like you said, like we're all people, like we're yep. on Earth in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knows really what life is. Like we're on this giant fucking rock right. in space, mm-hmm. and that just kind of we're a part of this like bigger organism, this bigger system that's at play. Yeah, that that brought us here, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like you know the word of God, like through the Bible, like the intention was that for people to live a certain way and create, I feel like heaven on earth. hundred percent. Like, I I don't, I don't know. I don't like when people get too focused on like, if I do this wrong, I do this wrong. I'm going to go to hell. You know? Yeah. That's just not, I feel like if you live the wrong way and you live in a way that's not benefiting yourself or others, Mm -hmm. you're going to live hell on earth. Like, I don't think you go there when you die. Like, I think that your life is either heaven or hell or somewhere in between based right. on how you live. I think you know? that that's a that's a concept concept that we speak about a lot and I think yeah. you have a you have a point there because there is a spiritual like there's a while you're here on earth you're living certain things heaven hell, mm-hmm. certain experiences. Yeah. But like the idea of like okay if I do these wrong things then I'm going to go to hell. That was never like that wasn't accurate even then when it was said thousands mm. of years ago. You know what I mean? Like in the Bible, if you're like reading it and stuff, yeah, it'll say, you know, Jesus will talk about at least. And I don't want I'm not gonna get preachy here, but essentially, if you believe in me, you go to heaven, whatever. If you don't, you go to hell, whatever. And it's based off of like essentially 
your actions change based off of like discovery and not based off you physically doing it. So it's not like, okay, I'm gonna stop um I'm gonna stop stealing things. So let me like focus on the stealing. It's I get closer mm-hmm. with God and because I'm closer with God, I'm no longer stealing things. You know what I mean? It's like it's a relationship that you need to that you work on mm-hmm. and that relationship makes you better and makes you not do these things. Instead of focusing on the action, like, you know, you focus on the the disease, not the symptoms, you know? That's kind of oh, what it is. interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, so that that to me is where, and again, that goes back to so when I'm talking to people and, and and I'm talking to, you know, building relationships, it's about again having that basis. It doesn't have to be. Yes, you don't have to be Christian. It could be whatever. But if you right. don't have that basis, then you don't have that relationship to build that will make you better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're just here chilling, human emotions are fickle. You'll, yeah. you'll feel one day, you'll feel one thing one day, then you wake up the next morning and feel a whole different way, and now your morals are out the window. Why? Because you focused on a, on a specific thing and not on a greater you know, relationship building or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get that. I've, I've never really had it explained to me like that. Yeah. Like, that, that makes complete it's sense. Just, like, it, not focusing on the symptoms, focusing on the disease. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that, that's how we... I think of it at least. I don't know about others, mm-hmm. but that's, I think it's just a good way to think about yeah. it. I mean, I went through periods of my life where I just, in a way, I guess, atheist. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, because honestly, like, I was raised under, well, not so much my parents, but like, their parents mm-hmm. were all very, very Christian, very, like, too strict. Right. Um, and I then grew up with a resistance to religion. Mm-hmm just because of, like, my family's experiences with the church and whatever. So I went through a period of time when I was younger, like, being atheist, like, God isn't real, like, you know, like, all that shit. And that was, like, I feel in in that case, you can't really be truly happy Mm -hmm. because you're then playing God and defining to yourself what's real, you know? And, like, for me, I learned to kind of enter a mindset of, well, I don't know what's real. Right. So... You know, there could be a God. There could it could be God, the Christian God. It could mm-hmm. be you know the Hindu gods. It could yeah. be any. I don't know what's Valhalla. real. Like I don't know what's real. It could be Valhalla. It could be whatever. You know. Um. So who am I to determine what the truth is? Mm-hmm. And like, who is anyone else to tell me what the truth is? Right. So like, I'm just gonna live in a godly way, like what I think is godly, mm-hmm. and um project that into the world kind of thing right and i think that 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 comes with as i said everyone falls short so when you get into the conversation of telling people this is wrong this is right this is wrong this is right yeah those same people that are telling you that are also doing things that are wrong so you're gonna sit here and think oh well you're telling me this but you're doing messed up stuff too yeah and that's why for me i will never tell you what's right and wrong, and you have to discover that for yourself. It's you know? all an individual journey. You know, I'll give you tools and wrong. If somebody's like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. sit down, I want to read the Bible with you, whatever, sure, we can do that, mm-hmm. but I'm not ever going to tell you this is what you need to do. you got to figure that out for yourself. you got to go on your own journey. you got to live your own life, and you got to figure it out for yourself. Preach. But it just, it can't, it can't start and end with you. That's all I'm saying. It can't start and end with you. you got to, mm-hmm. it's got to be something. I don't know what it is. It's different yeah. for everybody, but it's yeah. got to be something. You know, I, got I think you. we can all agree that it, that we didn't create the world. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, do you think that, like, as far as, like, people our age or just people in general, like, we're lacking this sense of, like, godliness? 
and like not the strict term of like godly <laughs> like you know what i mean like spirituality like like taking care of your neighbor right you know i think it's hmm, another really good question you're on <laughs> fire today i swear <laughs> all day all Appreciate day you've been you, making me think. Um, <laughs> That's the whole point of right? the continuity podcast. <laughs> right? It's working. <laughs> uh, to answer your question, I'm going to say that, yes, there is, we're missing a lot of godliness, you could say. And I think that's objective for any religion that you're talking about. I think Anything. There's, a, there's just not a, there's a sense of just like everybody's fitting for themselves. Like yeah. Everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's worrying about themselves. Everybody's trying to get one up on one another and stuff, and we're not really in the in the mode of helping people. And you know, like even you'll see people that get upset at like somebody asking them to repost something or something like that. And it's like a repost is free, man. If you're doing something, you need me to repost. I'm gonna repost whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't mind throwing a little story, whatever. Yeah. Because it's like it's it's little things like that where it's like I'm taking two extra seconds out of my day to help somebody out. Why not? Like that. That part is something that we're missing because I I think things have just gone to shit in such a way that everybody's just kind of we're just doing what they want to do and nobody everybody's afraid of getting hurt everybody's afraid of helping out the wrong person or not getting it back in return and stuff like that yeah so it's just it's just gone now people give with the expectation of receiving yes indeed and one thing that I've learned throughout my life is do not expect anything from other people. Mm-hmm. It's like when you start putting your expectations and your happiness relies on what other people can do for you, like that's really a slippery slope, man. Right, I agree, because then you get into problems and then you get into, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything because they didn't do it for me, but now you're just the same as them and now you're both pieces of shit. So so now what? (laughs) And now what? Like, Yeah, now where do you go from there? Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know, it's just be better. Be better, folks. Just be better people. Like, I feel like... That's why, like, my belief, you know, I'm still kind of on, like, a spiritual journey. I feel like everybody is. Of course. But, you know, where I'm kind of where I've kind of landed at right now is that if we all just kind of evolve as people and become better people and mm-hmm. we care about other people, yeah. you know, like, genuinely care about someone else as if they were yourself mm-hmm. and care about if you're someone who takes care of other people first, care about yourself as if you were that person you want to take care of. 100%. You know, um, and my thing is, like, if we just evolve and become better people, like, we will create God on earth. We will create Mm. heaven on earth. Like, Mm. if we just literally all just come together and just stop worrying about bullshit. Right. Like, we will live, like, a life of peace and happiness. But everyone's just concerned with, like, the wrong fucking things. Like, what's he doing? What's she doing? Like, Like, the whole thing of, like, abortions being illegal in some places. It's like, dog, like, you really think that that's going to determine, like, anything? Like, I don't I don't know. The issue with that, that has always gotten me with the abortion thing, yeah. is that it's it's been made a religion thing, and it's really not. Like, mm. I don't know where in the Bible it even discusses abortion, and I read it a lot. Well, you there, know? there are very strict sects of religion that believe... That if a baby is aborted, they go to hell. The baby does? Yes. I don't think that. So may so it's like I I guess, but even then it's like it's not your problem. Like this is my whole point. 
it's like if you if somebody else gets an abortion or mm-hmm. like if you're against gay people like mm-hmm. if somebody else is gay right like why does it affect your christianity at all yeah like isn't the way to go about religion or spirituality is to just accept everybody and god's plan will figure it out 100 percent, accepting everybody as they are and then as i said the that's that's another point of like the symptom and not the disease like if mm. your issue is like if your issue is abortion and you really feel that way which is already like i think a dumb thing to really hang your hat on but if that's yeah. what it is then the thing to do is not say make abortions illegal because people will get them anyway if you really want to do that i don't know maybe say your issue is that teens are getting pregnant too much start a youth group then yeah get people together in where you live and start, you know, <laughs> giving them somewhere to giving them something to do other than have sex. You know what I mean? Like, like banning abortion is not going to solve the issue. Exactly, the root that's issue. not exactly. That's Same, not your issue. Honestly, like I'm on. I am anti assault weapons on the street. Mm-hmm. I just think there's no point in having them. Right. I mean, I agree in like you should be able to defend yourself with like mm-hmm. a handgun or whatever, of course, of course. or like go hunting. Uh-huh. But banning guns is not going to stop mass shootings. Of course not. Like there's a there's a greater the law already. there's a greater problem at play here that mm-hmm. is mental health that is people yeah. feeling so lost and horribly sad that they have no other way to do it than commit an atrocity which it to me is like if you're gonna fucking kill yourself just kill yourself like don't take other people with you respectfully but there are people fucked up enough and who have enough mental health issues to do something like that so if there's people out there who are willing to do it. Why are we not making a greater effort to like make sure that nobody gets to that point right. in the first place? I, I I completely agree, and I think that when you're talking about you know mental health and everything, it's something that a lot of people don't really want to discuss. Yeah, but it's important because you can't when if you don't want to if you want to keep your guns right, you don't want mass shootings to happen. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't you go the extra mile to make sure? Okay, you know. Let's make sure that these these people are growing up a certain way, and let's make sure that we have the resources where if they are having these mental issue, mental health issues, they don't just have to turn to this. You know, there's other things going on. They have other options, and and you know, mm-hmm. the the solution wasn't to give teachers guns. Like that doesn't help either. Hell you know, no. like, like what the fuck? And honestly, while we're on the topic, briefly, I just want to touch on the Uvalde thing because that yeah. shit irks me just more a little. Like. I mean, all of it has been sad, but that hurts me a little more. The police officers that didn't do shit. What the fuck are you sitting all. there putting on hand sanitizer for, bro? Go do something. What pussies? Your job. Like literally pussies. Like those are pigs. Like literally. I'm not. I'm personally like I'm not an A cab person. Like mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't like how the police conduct themselves in most right. aspects of life. I feel like most situations <laughs> you don't need a person with a gun showing up. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't really like to use the word pigs because there are good cops and. It is a really fucking hard job. Yeah. I just feel like we need to be holding a higher standard for who becomes a cop. I agree with that. Because I feel like a police force is necessary. Honestly, I feel like it yeah, is necessary. We're not anarchists. Like, yeah. But I feel like you really need, we really need to start holding a higher standard. And those fucking cops at Uvalde are fucking pigs. Agreed. Those are fucking pigs. Like, when, when anyone says ACAB, mm-hmm. like, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I Motherfuckers agree. who will stand around and let children die, even if, even if your commissioner is like, let's wait uh, until we can figure something else out first. You as a cop, you, Nick, as a cop, mm-hmm. 
are you going to stand by and wait for his word, or are you running in with your fucking gun to take that fucker out? Fuck no. I'm in there. Yeah. I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm in there. I like, swore an oath to take care of this fucking country. Yeah. And, like, I don't care what the fuck. I'll get fired if mm-hmm. I have to. I'm running in there. Like, yeah. all those pussy-ass cops standing around. They had shields and everything. No, you're not right. Not doing shit. It's, it's disgusting. And, and, and the yeah. real thing, when we get into, like, because I'm not really an ACAP person either. Yeah. But I think I think it's really just because it's a it's it's a rhetoric thing and people say yeah. shit to just trigger people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're really saying like that's not what you mean to say. Right. I think there are good people that are police officers. Yes. Yes. I don't necessarily think that there are good police officers because the job itself is just kind of fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I guess I get what you're saying. To where like you the, can be a good guy in real life. You are a good guy, but you are a like the job title yeah. of a cop is just not. You can't be good at that. That's a much better way to put it. You know, that's a much better way to put it. Because like not every cop is a bad person, mm. but like most cops that I see, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Because as a cop, <laughs> you're just doing like your job is already flawed. Yeah, the way that it's framed is already a flawed position. Exactly. Yeah. And you're not properly trained because like let's say let's say instead of and I'm not saying this is how it should be, but let's say instead of cops, everything it was just militia. So like the National Guard were the cops, right? That's it. That's kind of how it started in this country. Right. And yeah. that Uvalde thing, yeah. not happening. Why? Because those motherfuckers are trained and you go in and they take him out and they fucking leave. And that would have been that. That would have been it. But, but they waited like 45 fucking minutes, man. Because how often do you think that a Uvalde cop has been in a situation where they've had to pull out a gun? I don't how, know. How often do you well, think that they've been in a pressurized situation? They don't get put in those probably, types of situations. Yeah, probably not a lot. Because Texas, right? Yeah. You're not putting in yourself in those positions, so you don't really know what to do when you're there. Mm-hmm. And you don't get trained for that in police academy. You get trained on like literally how to be physically there, but like... yeah. In like, not bring back to the military, but take like boot camp, right? In basic training boot camp, you'll see shit like everybody's yelling and there's always chaos and all this shit happening, yeah. right? But the reason why that's the case is because you're there, you know. War isn't drill like you do this, then you do that. War is chaotic, right? Crazy shit's happening. Yeah, you gotta be able to think clearly in the midst of all the chaos, yeah. right? And how that's, do you how do you facilitate that in someone? It's putting them in positions where they have to think in chaos. It's fucking you know, take apart and reassemble your rifle right now while me and three other guys are screaming in your face, mm. telling you you're doing it wrong. Even if you're doing it right, we're still telling you you're doing it wrong. Yeah, and you yeah, gotta yeah. say fuck whatever I'm hearing. You have I know experience what in like boot camp, right? Yeah. So I actually got hurt. Yeah, you hurt your ankle, right? Yeah, before heading out, but. So I did drill and stuff like that. What it? Yeah, because I don't think we ever really had like a real conversation about like what mm-hmm. that was for you. Like, what what were you gonna do? Like, what was so, what was your oh training my, for? My, okay, so my training was for seventy four Delta, yeah. which is a uh, chemical, biological, radio, radiological, and nuclear specialist. Seaburn. Whoa, cool. Basically, it sounds cooler than it is, <laughs> but <laughs> it's basically like hazmat suits, and you teach people how to uh, decontaminate areas. Cool. You know, teach we soldiers. We might need that soon. Right? <laughs> teach soldiers how to put on Shit. gas masks and stuff like that. Oh, cool. 
and and it's just getting them prepared for that type of warfare. That's pretty cool. God forbid that wherever it happened. Yeah. It's, it's chill. Did but you see the um the nuclear bomb PSA that was released in New York City? What? No. Yeah, they literally released a PSA about what to do if a nuclear bomb hits New York City. Why? Yeah, why now? Oh shit. Right? But Is anyway, it like that? Is it like that? <laughs> that's when that came out. Ooh. I was like, really? Also, like, I feel like respectfully, nuclear bomb goes off. Pretty much all fucked. Yeah, there's no what to do. Respectfully. Restart society. That's like like that's it. The whole the whole thing was um it, what was it? It was get inside, mm-hmm. get away from the windows, yeah. and stay informed. That was the Same whole thing. You also can't you can't leave your house wherever you are. You gotta well really you can't you gotta be underground. You can't leave underground. Yeah, right. Like if you're in like a high rise apartment, like Toast. fucked. But anyway, yeah, keep going, man. So you're doing oh. the radiation stuff. So yeah, so Seaburn, yeah, all that type of stuff, and you're learning basically how to yeah, put gas masks on soldiers, stuff like that. But that's like a little bit later on. In the beginning, like for basic and for the regular shit, you're basically just learning how to be a soldier because what anyone in the Army, Marines, Navy, Air Force, anyone. Before whatever their job is, before anything like that, you're a soldier. Mm-hmm. Your job, you're a Marine, you know, you're a senior, whatever. Yeah. But your job is to be able to fight, to pick up your gun, and to be able to shoot somebody. That's yeah. like, you need right. to just know how to do that. Of course. But part of that is, again, you're getting, you're always when we put in pressurized situations. Army more, or Army and Marines more often, because that's like your foot people on the ground. Where, like, you're in positions where, and, like, the training kind of imitates that, where you're out and you're in the field and everything is chaotic, everything, there's always yelling, and you're always moving with a purpose, you're never walking, you're always on task, there's always something going on, there's something in your head, you're always thinking, you're always on 10, because... In, in basic, you're on 10 because you don't want to get smoked. You don't want to have to do physical training. You don't want to get yelled at, whatever. But it's imitating the fact that in real life, you don't want to die. So you're on 10. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you have to be. So you have to be. I say that to say, though, that training is so important, and it teaches you how to think so level-headed. That's why if you've ever seen if you ever see a cop that used to be in the military or something, those guys are the ones that are the most level-headed. They don't reach for their gun until they really have to. You know what right. I mean? Like, shit like that. They know how to, how to de-escalate situations with literally a conversation and shit like that. And that's what every cop fucking needs. Exactly. So they're not just shooting and tasing people first. Exactly. Like, yo, and that bitch that fucking um, pulled out her gun instead of her taser. Oh, yeah, the wrong Like, one, you don't know yeah. the difference between a gun and a taser, bro? You see? It's 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 mm. the lack of training and it's the lack yeah. of proper training. If, if you've never been in a... Because think about it, right? Let's say you've been on the force 20 years in a suburb. You... First of all, you haven't done training in 20 years. And B, you're in a suburb. You haven't seen action like that for real. In, in for, you know what I'm saying? Ever. Yeah. So when that day does come where you really have to do something, now you don't know what the fuck to do and you're shitting there, you're shitting bricks because you didn't know what to do because you weren't prepared. If you have that proper training and you keep it consistent, every year you got to go back and you got to get tested. On, yeah. You know. It should be recurring testing. I mean, you know, like you shouldn't be able to complete like your boot camp or whatever, and then just like you know the amount of like fat cops that I see. Ridiculous. Like Ridiculous. a lot. Like it's How? most. Like honestly. <laughs> like it's most. <laughs> like honestly, most cops that I see, and it's like you obviously completed your physical training one time, right? And, and that then was it. that was it. Exactly, and that's a problem. I think we, I think that that's a, and again, that's not to say like. 
all cops are no, all cops no, are bad no, or nothing no. like that. It's just to say that like there needs to be improvement of the system <clears throat> to give to give the good guys the ability to be good. The system has to be changed and yeah. accordingly. Yeah. But why did you get involved in like in the military, man? What did oh yeah, I kind of didn't even get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so COVID happened, and I was working at a lab, and I was a, a I was lab. a supervisor for a lab. A lab? What lab? Bioreference laboratories. What? We were doing. Uh, it was just COVID testing. So I was oh. basically I was a supervisor for a COVID department, and I'm 19 years old, kind of supervising this how? COVID department. How? How? <laughs> How did that? Because you're that. a media dude. How yeah. did? How were you? How did you do that? I hate to say it, but nepotism, baby. I'm gonna be honest. Nepotism. On that one. Hey, shit. On hey, look. <laughs> I'm gonna like, be honest on that one. My mom knew somebody. Yeah. They were hiring. It was probably a good paying job too. Very good paying. <laughs> and the the thing was, I was like, I need a job, and I need a job that's not gonna go away. Because if you remember, at the time, everything was closing. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna be open today. Yeah. Going around. A lab that's testing for COVID is going to be open forever. Right? Active, active. So I was like, I'll take that job, whatever. But then I was like getting kind of bored of like the routine of work, home, work, home, work, home, you know, 40 hour work weeks and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? I want to do something different. And time kind of stopped because COVID. So I was like, I have time. Let me just join the military. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's literally what happened. That, you just wanted to? I was like, I'm bored. I want to shake yeah. my life up a little You're bit. You're like the most extroverted person I know. There's no. <laughs> Anyone else would have just been content watching Netflix and <laughs> chilling for like two years, Pain, like bro. literally. <laughs> Pain. Like I'm gonna go join the military. Yeah, no, I was like, Yo, I was in my house, you, bro. Literally, I was in my house, and I would like finesse reasons to go out. Like I'd be like, oh, I'll go yeah. shopping for the family because like, like I'm probably the youngest. I was like, Dad, I'm the youngest in the family. Like I'm the most probably likely to be okay if this happens. Let me just go the fuck out and do everything that yeah. needs to get done, right? Cool. So I was outside, but mm-hmm. it was still boring. I'm not doing anything interesting. It's like a routine, and I hate routines. I hate routines. I hate mm. routines. I hate routines. Same. Um, so I was like, I I was like really down bad during the beginnings of the pandemic. Yeah, like literally just home. Like that was like a real big crash for me because mm. I went from being on a hundred all all day every day, like yep. in college, like mm-hmm. doing my shit. I was like really heavy on the boxing too. Right. Um, I would go like almost every day, like every morning before school. Like I would wow. be, I would be in the boxing gym. Like I was getting real good. Like I was starting mm-hmm. to spar go. and shit. Right. Then literally, you know, like like everyone else, you know, life just shut the fuck down. And yeah, and you can't like. For me, I was like, I need to do something, and it it's just, you know, we have this standstill of time, and it's yeah. almost like a clock stopped. It's like fuck it, what am I gonna do during this time? We're all coming yeah. back doing something. It's like let's join the military, and that's that's kind of how that went. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you fucking got hurt. That sucks. And then yeah, and then I'm I'm, I'm I go to but, drill. I'm going to drill, and I just fucking snap my foot. At my ankle, Fuck. tear four ligaments in my foot. Oh my god! Dude. And you know that story kind of ends there because when you what were you doing when you did that? I was playing ball. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I went up for a jumper and I just came down and it just popped. But I had fuck, I had messed it up like a little bit in drill. But you don't like if you're in drill. You're, I'm like I'm good. I'm good. I'm not gonna like mm. complain. And I, yeah, boom! I snap it again. And it's like yeah, four torn ligaments. I go and I and I. Talk to my sergeant, my staff sergeant, and I'm looking, and he's like, "This looks rough, like really rough." So, are you like off the hook now, or are they gonna call you back at some point? 
I'm I'm on medical discharge, so I'm off the hook. But you might have to go back. No, let's say like, oh. let's say there was a draft. Uh I would probably get drafted first. Oh, okay. Or okay. rather, I lied. If there was a draft, I would be right before the draft. So like they're calling as they're calling everyone. Um. They call you know active duty, reserves, National Guard, Coast Guard. Then there's people who are on their, like, the last three years of their contract, which means they're not actually active or reserve. They're just there in case shit happens. Those people come up, then it would be, like, me. Mm-hmm. And, like, people who already have experience, then it would you people would get drafted. Cool. So, like, that World, make, War, that makes sense. World War Three. World War Three. when when that happens, pretty much. And at the end of it, too. So, not even off-rip. Not even off-rip. It'd be, like, a couple years into World War Three. they'd be like, all right, it's time. Time to start drafting, motherfuckers. It would oh, be time. Damn. Hundred percent. That's scary, man. That's but scary. But I don't see I don't think they actually they can't technically they can't really draft anyone. Like they'd have to it's against the law now to draft someone. Mm. You would have to they'd have to re put the law in. Oh to do after it. Vietnam, they mm. were like, nah, fuck that. It was illegal. Because I guess it is like a total violation of your fucking freedom. Yeah. To just say like you have to do But it. most countries you have to serve. Yeah, a lot of countries you, you do like an automatic two years. Yeah, yeah, most countries when you turn eighteen you have to serve. But yeah, America is the number one military in the world by a lot. People mm. by a lot. Because I think people, a lot of people, just willingly do it. I think if you, I think if you combine the like next five countries behind us, we're still number one. If you combine the next five militaries. Oh damn! Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. China, they got a lot of people. Yeah, but they're they don't have like we have an air force, army, mm. navy. They have like a navy and an army. Uh, they don't have you know what like I'm saying? an air force. I feel you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean we're still definitely a superpower. But like if China and Russia both decided like fuck America, that would be a fight. China, but would, but nah, but we got a lot of people behind us too. That's the thing. They would lose just because of like. The fight would be in China and the fight would be in Russia. The fight would not be in America. And yeah. that's why we win wars. Well, dude, Putin is already, like, he wants Alaska. Yeah. And in which I doubt he'll get Alaska. I mean, we will fight tooth and nail for fucking Alaska. <laughs> but, if, but if he... Will we? I think we would. I we we, we would. would off principle of, like, you're not going to take what's ours. Yeah. But it, And also then Russia would have foothold around, like, North and South America. And like, that's like a projection of force. Yeah. But I think the thing is, and this is, even if you take, like, <clears throat> 9-11 was an act of war on American soil. Yeah. But, like, war happening on American soil, it's really, like, Pearl Harbor. And even then, that's, like, an act. And then before that, you have, like, the Civil War, like, the War of 1812. Yeah. But, like, wars don't happen here. You know what I mean? Like, the fight is never here. When you go to war with someone, right, like we're going to war, let's say we go to war with Russia, we go to war with China, and we're in these places, we already have the advantage. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we can just go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, that's it. Call it a day. And you're not Heading coming. back home. And you're not coming here. You're not following it. No. Yeah, there's no way. Dumb. There's no way they would come here. Yeah. You know, knock on whatever. I mean, on some Red Dawn type shit, just fucking <laughs> parachuting in. Because you got to think about, like, the the way our military is built and whatnot. Like, okay, just to give you perspective on how America works with guns, right? 
if only you took only like the licensed people who have licensed handguns, who are licensed to have a handgun, not ARs, not anything else, licensed handguns. That's the fifth largest military in the country, in the world. Just people that have a license to have a handgun. Oh, like if you just tallied up everyone that has a handgun, that's the fifth largest army in the world? Fifth. Damn. So like. What? So, we got oh, so many guns here. Right. So so <laughs> I say that to say, though, even if you did try to come here and fight. Oh, civilians would also be joining not, in. Exactly. Like it's like, not. It's just not a plausible concept. Like if you hmm. go to if you go to rest of your spaces, it gets. Russia's got there. guns, man. Yeah, they have guns, but they also it's too big. You can't like. It is a lot of like desolate, isolated. Most of there. Russia is inhabitable. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, at that point, and also China kind of had the opportunity to start a war when Pelosi went to Thailand or Taiwan rather, and they threatened. They were doing like exhibitions, like flexing. That's mm-hmm. the stupidest shit I ever heard of in my life. Like, they're literally just flexing off the coast of Taiwan. One hundred percent, just like hell is shit, like whatever. Like shooting missiles and whatever. Yeah, like, and then and then Nancy came. Nancy yeah. came with the escort. Did you see the video with her escort? Honestly, no. The shit was insane. Like, I didn't see 16 that. Sixteen warships, fucking like warships, like fucking fighter jets and shit, like insane. She had the craziest escort. Why did she have to do that, man? Why? Why did she have to do? Because they said they said you won't. Yeah, that's it. I <laughs> that's guess. really why. But like people in our own government were telling her like, don't go. Don't go. Yeah. And she still went. I think that was her decision. Oh, 100%. Because <laughs> at that point, though, here's the thing, right? Regardless of the parties, whatever, your opinions on Pelosi, yeah. everybody felt good watching Pelosi step foot in Taiwan and China not do shit. Facts. Everybody feels it's good. a good it's as a an good American feeling because China's like that's a very dangerous thing to do, but then nothing fucking happens. Exactly. And now as an American, we're like it's hey. a good feeling because like uh, you know World War Three is like still very possible, plausible, sure, but um unlikely though, unlikely, but unlikely plausible. because like dude, like too many countries have the nuclear option. Like nobody really wants it to get there. No, like unless Putin is like really fucking sick and is saying fuck it, I'm gonna die anyway. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone Actually, really wants to do the nuclear thing. No, and also, like, people, there's still, not a lot, but there's people alive from World War II. That's like a lifetime ago, almost. Yeah. But the death toll and just the, like, it set humans back, I feel like, a lot. Like, as a lot of advancements were made just because there was a war, yes, but a lot of people died that could have done a lot more you know just off of war literally like more planes were destroyed or got shot down whatever aircrafts in world war ii than that exists today so damn we lost more shit than we have today in airplanes think about like the sheer you know what i'm saying it's like the sheer death toll of this shit is like motherfuckers aren't just like a game anymore you know Mm, but to the people in charge, it is a fucking game, man. Sadly, bro. Yeah. Fuck those people. It's dark, but yo, let's talk about something more positive. Man. A little bit. Let's get fucking, on um, Yo, Disco Oasis, bro. Tell me about how that <laughs> shit happened. <laughs> Disco Oasis. So, yeah. Because that's fire, dude. Fucking Jimmy Fallon was there. <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, we did the pregame uh, live one day from Disco Oasis. And that all came about because I'm the promotions director as well for Raven Radio. So I have a you know WPUNJ email, which is valid. Nice. And so I got an email from this lady. Uh, shout out Shannon from Fox, no, Shorefire, Shorefire Media. 
Anywho, shout out Shannon Shore. Oh, so they reached out to you? Great people, yep. They reached Whoa. out and said, yeah, we're doing this thing. Good shit, this, man. What? Thank you, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're doing this thing. Uh, it's like a roller skating thing in Central Park. Nile Rodgers created this playlist, da 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 Like, do you guys want to come cover it? I was like, yeah, why don't we do the show from there? We'll do our show. Yeah, totally. We worked it out, set it up. They had us in the VIP tent. We got to interview wow, one of the man. one of the um, <clears throat> one of the dancers, one of the performers that does it. So we interviewed him. It was a great time, you know. They we I didn't skate, but uh, <laughs> no, no, you're not I'm a not, skater. I'm not a skater, but it, it was dope to see. I was I, I wanted mm. to go see it, and so yeah, we got some good content. I got a I got a bucket hat that I wear now most of the time. I would be wearing it right now, but I forgot it. <laughs> oh, dang. But yeah, are you gonna post it online, or it was just free? I mean, it was just live, the episode, not free. Uh, I'm going to put it on uh, 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 Spotify. I was supposed to. I just, I've just i been mm. slacking a little bit on that. I've been slacking too, man. But I will post like, it. Like, I still haven't posted the last episode of this podcast. So. Wow. <laughs> so this one's going to be a while. Not a while. I'm going to try to get them done, like, in the next, like, week or so. Okay, like, work. Because I already, like, edited the last episode. I just got to post it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I'm going to go twice. I probably will. I'll post that one and then, like. I'll probably go, like, double up because I have, like, two or three episodes I have to post, so I'll go, like, twice a week a couple times, and then we'll be all caught up, and then everybody be like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. everybody be happy. No, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to just, like, post this last episode and then get, get this one done because, yeah, this one, I don't think it's going to be, like, too much editing. Like, no. I did most of the processing beforehand, but yeah. but anyway, like, yo, like, that's super fucking dope. Like, they just reached out to you, like, because yeah. you're, like, the, obviously, promotions director, mm-hmm. so... Were they asking for you specifically, or they were just yeah. asking for hosts? Yeah, no, they asked for they asked for us um, to come to. Either, well, they asked for me and Hava obviously to come do the show. Yeah, and of course we agreed because like, why the hell not? Like, proud of you, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that, yeah. man. And I think this is also what I tell people. Like, yeah, what I like about the pregame or like how I do it, I really don't. Uh, this is gonna sound like. This is not going to sound how I want it to sound, but I don't really give a shit how many people listen to the show, right? What I care about is who listens. Uh-huh. So when I get, like, certain people that reach out, we'll talk offline about, like, who, but certain mm-hmm. people that reach out and are like, yo, I'm listening to it. Um, I love what you're doing over there. And these are, like, people in the industry that I'm in that are, like, and want to work together and stuff and people. Yeah. Like, that's what is more... Like, I like that more than, like, okay, right. I have 10,000 listeners, but they don't amount to anything, really. You know That's I mean? very true. That's I, very I like true. the quality of, of the people that are listening as well. Because then, you know, you have people who are in the know, who are yeah. listening to your message, who are listening to your vibe, and, like, then they can put you on. Like, when, when, when an opportunity comes up for something mm-hmm. like Disco Oasis, right. they think of you. Exactly. They're and like, oh, I know this guy. He'd be good for this, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what it comes down to. That's why yeah. the, the content, and I'm always making content, and, and I send it to people that I want to hear it. Hey, I want you to hear this. What do you think? Hey, send it directly. Oh, so you, you you personally send out your episodes to people? Yeah. Dep- yeah. Uh, like, I'll send it to, like, fucking, you know, folks up at 105.1. I'll send it to program directors all over the country. Yeah. Hey. And this people you know or people? Both. Cool. People I know are just randoms, too. Like, I meet you. If I meet somebody in the industry and I'm networking, first thing I'm doing is sending you an episode. Hey, this is what I do. What do you think? Cool. And then you let me know. Cool. Or that's a good philosophy to have. Or it depends on who I'm meeting. If I'm meeting somebody that like is a writer or like has a publication, hey, I wrote these articles from when I my time when I was working made in America. Here, 
What do you think? I was going to say, like, is that how Made in America happened? Like, this recent one? Like, is that, did somebody put you onto that because you sent them your show and, and whatever? Made in America. How did that happen? Was, okay, so I have a connection at Rock Nation, right? A friend of, I wouldn't say All a friend, right. I'd say more of a mentor of mine. Cool. Works at Rock Nation. Cool. Rock Nation, obviously, it does Made in America. So they basically were like, yo, listen, media passes, this what you have to do. If you fill out subcases, stuff like that, we could work that out. I thought it was a shot in the dark. I put in the application, got the email, hey, yeah, we want you guys there. Yeah. Boom. Oh, really? Say that. Yeah. That part, though, is the easy part, getting there. The hard part is the content, because now you have to talk to every artist mm. and their management team about getting these interviews. So the interviews was all just me doing research and knowing who to reach out to, or honestly, standing next to the stage when they come off stage, like... You know yeah. what I do? I go on Instagram. I look for their manager. I find their manager on Instagram. How do you do that? Just Sometimes it'll be in their bio. Oh, uh, like, okay. Oh, management, hit up this IG, this IG. Sometimes I'm looking online and I'm looking it up, and I just got to find their picture. I'm cross-referencing. I'm like, oh, this looks like you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And I'm going to run over to you now. I'm going to be like, yo, you're his manager, right? Yeah, I'm Nicholas Wilkerson. I'm with Braven Radio. I host the pregame. I want to just do a quick little thing with the artist. Boom, yeah, great. Cool. And that's how it's done. You know, you get they agree to it most of the time, or you yeah. say you get rejected most of the time. Now nah, they'll agree. Sometimes mm. I would I would say it's rare that I'll get like a rejection. Mm. More so, they just won't respond. That happens. Just ghosting you in yeah. person, <laughs> no, or like in per- if it's in person, it's usually a yes. I'm saying oh. if I just like ask online, like I send an email or something. Oh, typically I would it's a no. I would more likely not get a response than get a response and it be no. Yeah, a lot of it is, I guess, the professional energy that you bring. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's coming. It's coming with energy, and it's knowing what you want, and being intentional. Don't. Right. Hey, I just kind of was wondering. Hey, I want to ask him these questions about this, and it'll be five minutes. Okay, great. You know. Cool. It's it's being very specific, and you know. And um, so how do you do that? Do you have specific questions prepared for every specific artist, or do you have general questions that you can kind of use for a different artist? I, I kind of cheat a little bit. And so I do this thing. I call it, what do you mean? And you can't go wrong with it. So I look up these artists like lyrics and I take three lyrics and I say, hey, what was the thought process for this lyric? What, what do you mean by that? What, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And that was it. And that's literally what I do for every artist and it doesn't change. So um, so a little bit of research goes into it. I do research because I just yeah. have to know the songs, but it doesn't take that long. So you got a list of who's performing, and then you just look up lyrics and what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Hundred percent. And that—that's most of your questions, or do you? Because I know that artists get annoyed when you ask questions like, "What's your inspiration?" or yeah, like, yeah. "How long? When did you get into music?" Like stuff like that. No, that's that. I really just go right into it. I'll say, "Hi, I'm here with." You say your name. Okay, great. What was it like? If I'm at somewhere, hey, how was it? How was the crowd tonight? Crowd was lit. Da 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 da. Okay, great. Now we're gonna get into a game. What do you mean? Boom, 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 real quick. Cause I want to get him in and oh, out. Oh, so you got a you got a game. You make it a game. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, we're gonna cool. play this game. What do you mean? That's cool. Oh, great. Sounds like fun. Let's do it. When you make it like that, they get engaged and they have fun and they listen and they they love to talk about. It. Especially artists that write their own shit. They love talking about it. Cool. Yeah, asking for interviews sometimes can be kind of like nerve wracking. Oh yeah, but in person it's nerve wracking. In emails, mm-hmm. I'm like. Fuck it, I'm sending a hundred of these, somebody's gonna answer. Yeah, somebody's gotta answer. It's like applying for jobs, man. Exactly. So it's like whatever. You just gotta get your foot in there. And also you'll get people like who sometimes you're building a relationship with the label as well. So even if they say no, they may say, No, this person can't come, but I do have somebody that I can send. Oh great. Or yeah. in the future when they do their next 
uh, you know, media runs, I'll make sure they do a stop over at Baby Radio, stuff like that. It's like, and it's building that rapport cool. in certain places so that I can reach back out. Like we work with the with the the Mets, uh, mm-hmm. and I can say, hey, can we go cover a game today? Yeah, sure. Long Island Nets, Brooklyn Nets as well. Hey, can I cover a game today? Yeah, sure, totally. Like, let's just set it up and come by. That's it. You know, sick man. It's just building those relationships. Yeah, a lot of relationship building. You know, as I'm moving, you know, like work, working in the industry and stuff, mm-hmm. like a lot of my connections have just come about like more like organically, right. like just just based on like who I meet, who I talk to. Like, I'm not really the one to like send too many emails. But but recently I've actually been scheduling a podcast with um a couple like comedians that I that I uh, was put in contact with, nice. like, like through a through an industry dude. So stay tuned for that. There people. we go. But uh, that's good to hear, and and so making like, those connections organically too yeah. works. Like you got to be on your on go whenever, because you never know who you're gonna meet. Like yeah, I run into somebody, and I'm like, shit, yep, elevator pitch right now. Yo, right. <laughs> like the the I've been doing comedy for a little while now mm-hmm. in in Manhattan, like just going out, I, I you know doing open mics, going out to shows and you stuff. Hit the cellar. Yeah, the fucking cellar, and man. Like like um. I mean, that's more for, like, really established people. Yeah. I'm kind of, like, just starting out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, famous-ass people go to the cellar. And, mm-hmm. like, it's a very small community is what I'm getting to. Like, it's, uh, it's a pretty small community, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, the more that I go out there, I see a lot of, like, repeat faces. Yeah. You know? And, like, those are the best times. Because I could be like, oh, I saw you at this place. Like, mm-hmm. how, how you been? Like, what's going on? Like, you were funny. But, and um, you never know. That person maybe. Maybe they're working on a script, and maybe that script yeah. gets greenlit. And maybe oh. they're like, oh, that guy that I met at the comedy club, he would be great you for never, this character. You never or know. Or he's a great writer, and then you get put on. And that's like, yeah. it's, it's keeping those relationships. Don't burn bridges, yo. Yo, you, you literally never know, man. You never oh, know. The smallest fucking connections can, like, really, like, put you on in the future. You know, like, I've been learning that, too. And you can but, go uh, away with that type of stuff, for sure. Like, yeah. I've met people and been, like, in my head, like, I want to kind of just shun them. But no, I'll intentionally. But, like, I'm going to have this conversation. And then those people have put me in positions where, you know, I've been able to work certain events or do certain things that I wouldn't have been able to do, you know, without. Yeah. So it's it's, it's relationship building, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but that's sick. I'm happy for you, man. Thank you, man. I uh, appreciate it. We're, we're out here doing this, you know? Yeah, man. Thank you for having me up here, man, too. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. It, we had to make this happen, you know. I, uh, I know it's like, been it's been hard, like, and I, you know, my life's been taking some turns. So it's so. like, you know, I get busy. I know you're busy, so like, yeah. nothing personal, dude. No, like, 100%. literally, like, but I'm happy we got to do this. It was a fucking good show. No, man. as I said, yeah, it's a fucking great show. Just, yeah, I was like, look, the second I have time, we're making it happen because yeah. I yeah. always, always, you know, being a Padawan, you know. <laughs> You always, always got it. You know, the, of the best, course, bro. The best trainer in the world. So. Yo, I appreciate you, dog. Right. I got, I got one more question for you, bro. Talk to me. Uh, so you play eight instruments. I do indeed. Would you say your ninth would be these hoes? <laughs> oh wow! You know, if we're gonna classify these hoes as a singular instrument, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ninth would indeed be these hoes. <laughs> wow. That's the that's the one. You asked a lot of great questions, but that was the one. That was the one. That's the best that's the best question that's ever been asked anywhere ever. <laughs> uh, thank, yeah, that's the that's the one. Wow. Hey yo. You heard but, yeah. first, you know? but I never knew about that not about you, bro. What that a- I play eight instruments? instruments? That's pretty sick. Yeah, I uh I really um 
went to William Patterson to be a music major. <laughs> yeah, I was not about calm or anything like that. Yeah, uh, I was fourth grade. I've been playing instruments, and that was the that was kind of the goal to be a music teacher. Mm. But then, what I, would you teach? What would be your instrument that you would teach? Oh well, you would teach. So <clears throat> if you're like a band teacher, you teach the whole band. Oh, and so you kind of got to know. Oh, so them all. you play all the band instruments basically? All the brass ones. Sick. Yeah, so I don't play like woodwind. I don't play like like clarinet, sax. I don't do mm. that. But like trombone, trumpet, tuba, baritone, that stuff, all of that, I play. Uh, so the brass ones, then the rhythm I play. So you got lung power. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. These That's lungs, good. these lungs are strong. <laughs> yeah. And then I got like you know like guitar, piano, rhythm, drum stuff like that. I play bass. Five. But I only play the that many instruments because I had a band, and I have I'm very picky when it comes to music and how it sounds. And mm. so I, if I can't do what I'm telling you to do, then who am I, right? So I was like, oh, mm. like, we're in a band. My drummer's not doing what I need him to do. I'm like, yo, get up. Let me show you what I need. And then I do it, and then now you can do it. You know what I mean? Because you saw mm. it as well. And you know I'm not just bullshitting you, bugging you around. I actually do it, so I know that it's possible, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Word. Yo, I feel that, bro. Yo, mm. good shit. Thank you. Um, that's crazy. I mean, I guess having that ability is it. I feel like the music majors and the comm majors kind of go hand in hand. Oh, 100%. It was an easy but transition. Easy transition. And like a lot of people from the music program like know people from the comm program and like vice versa. 100%. It's cool to be involved. Like, you know, I remember I had that show with the charts and whatever. Yeah, we were like talking that. about it. Yeah. Like that, that might be coming back soon. Yeah, indeed, man. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, that would be, be sick. We got to talk about that more. 100%. But uh, anyway, great show today, Nick. Thank uh, you, thank you. Nick, a.k.a. Young Wolf. Uh-huh. Uh, check out the pregame on yeah. Spotify yeah. on Brave New Radio. Indeed. Follow us on IG at It's Team Pregame, I-T-S, Team Pregame. Follow my IG at I Am Young Wolf, I am Y-U-N-G Wolf. Yeah. All right. Cool. And follow Continuity Podcast at Continuity Podcast on Instagram <laughs> and everywhere. Can you spell continuity? Not everybody. Not everybody's got that uh, locked in. C O N T I U. Wait, no. <laughs> U I T Y. Wait. C O N T U I T Y. Isn't it I first? Con- Wait. Continuity. Cont- in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> C O N T I N U I T Y. Yes. Podcast. Yes. Continuity. Yes. You put me on the spot like that. Like no, a spelling I, bee. But no, I only <laughs> said that because I know I can't spell it. Yeah. So I would have been I like, guess, fuck. I guess I chose a complicated name. Yeah, but no, for a complicated a sh- podcast. It's a complicated podcast. We covered like everything. No, 100%. <laughs> we went around. The, the we started off in the beginning with like the relationship. We got into everything else. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We made that work. Cool, man. All right. Continuity podcast in the books. Indeed. Peace, everyone. Deuces.